Intellectual decay! Turn it off and watch a Welcome to the Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast, where we exhume the viscera and entrails of our beloved 80s horror movies. I'm Stephanie, your host. Who's messing up your reputation? She was out with Marcus that night. She was a dirty Jezebel whore, and I took care of her for you. No! And with me today are my fabulous co-hosts, Jesse. I came here for two things. T- to suck some hard candy and suck some dicks. What was the line? You ungodly warlock. Fast forward. For many in the United States and Canada, it's much more convenient. It, it feels better to deny that Satanism is rampant in American Canada. It feels better to deny that we have young people by the millions now, captivated in something that can make killers out of them. And yet, my friend, right now, there are over 12 million teenagers and younger children who are now involved in the occult in one way or another. And denying it isn't going to make any difference. See, whether you believe in occultism, whether you believe that Satan has power, whether you believe that Satan can, can give you the things that he's promising these kids, that's immaterial, my friend, because they believe it. Attack, Diggy! Attack! And Jonald. Look at these. These aren't the hands of an orange picker. These are the hands of a skilled butcher. I've spent my life preparing the choicest cuts of meat, the finest sausages, and we did it all with the skill of craftsmen and sharp knives, not sinew-chewing chainsaws. For two hours. On this episode, we will have a death row game show hosted by Jessup, followed by our feature presentation. The Beyond from 1981. Guys, what are you all drinking? It's slow tonight, isn't it? <laughs> you slip me a bottle of bourbon, a little glass, and some ice. Jesse, when do you start? I am drinking the same thing I was drinking last time. Oh, you're boring. So I'm, f- I'm finishing up what I had <laughs> last time. Perpetual IPA from Trogues. Color of straw. Who cares? So I will pass it on to Jonald Sutherland for something refreshing and new. I am drinking something from Evil Genius Brewing Company again called I Love Lamp. It's a pineapple hyphen weissen, which has made me buy it because it's got pineapples. And uh, it's not bad. I don't know. I'm not crazy about pineapples, but it's different. I love pineapples. I would have bought it just for the name. Mm-hmm. Seems to be the new thing. I love lamp. I love lamp. It was like grapefruit, add grapefruit to everything for a while. Now it's yeah. add pineapple to everything. I don't got a problem with it if there it was, works. Well, and watermelon too was a thing. Yeah, watermelon. Watermelon. I mean watermelon. Yes, water. Watermelon is pretty distinct. This one's kind of like just a, there's a hint of an aftertaste I to it. I think it gets yeah. lost but, in that. Yeah, it's yeah. not really like in your face. 
Not like the pineapple sculpin. I thought you could taste that better. Yep, yeah. doodles. Um, I will go next. I am drinking Summer Love by Victory Brewing, which is a local Philadelphia brewing company. Downingtown. Um, is it? Well, Downingtown. It's my hometown, bitches. That's what I miss. Um, 5.2% alcohol. Doodles. Yeah. It's like, okay. I mean, it's good. It's like a light summer beer refreshing, I guess. But Melissa. So Melissa is celebrating her last day at her job today. Yes. And what are you drinking My to liberation. Um, I am drinking the Corbel California Champagne Sweet Rosé. From severing ties to, from the man. And what, yep. what, what and size? Connecting ties to what? a... What size bottle is that? Is that the colostomy size bottle? Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah but know. she's drinking out of a tiny little glass. Yeah, yeah. Just, just drink, <laughs> Melissa, just drink straight from the bottle. Yeah. Gonna see it. <laughs> but it's tapered, so it's easier to go in. You just want to like, work it in there. Yeah. You don't want to just like slam that whole thing it in there. It does go from I mean, thin yeah. to thick yeah. pretty quickly, though. It yeah. It's like just a little, I mean, just a little, and it's you fucking You gotta be ready for that. <laughs> yeah, you gotta, Lots, you gotta drink the whole thing Lots of lube, guys. I have an interesting story to share with you guys for this drinking segment that fits with the booze. Uh, I wanted to tell you guys last um, episode, but I for- fucking completely forgot. It slipped my mind, but it's back. Um, so I uh, frequent a lot of flea markets. Uh, John and um, uh, Stephanie, we went to a flea market last Sunday. In case you don't know, we got baked. Jesse yeah. is a collector of many things. Hoarder. Is that <laughs> collector, <laughs> hoarder? It's all semantics. <laughs> Tomato, tomato. Yeah, Steph uh, makes fun of me, and, you know, that's cool. Whatever. I love it. That's okay. That's what my mom is, too. She calls herself an antique dealer, but really, quarter. <laughs> <laughs> Trash picker. Yeah, I mean, whatever. <laughs> I, li- I like stuff. I like things. Um, so, anyway, uh, we went. When we went out, we didn't really find anything that great. Um, I did find uh, a cool Thor record. Um, or actually around the corner from Melissa at a record store. Not really related to the flip- thrift store. I'm uh, flea, flea market, market, rather. Um mm-hmm. We found some Teenage Mutant Turtles trading cards from the 80s. And, and some uh, dirty naked lady cards. Yeah. yeah. And some like uh, Michael Jackson uh, old... Uh, thriller stickers. Thriller stickers. But yeah. not really anything awesome. No. There's but, a lot of gross people there, too, because it was real uh, hot. Oh, it was... Yeah, John was one of them. He, <laughs> I he, can't help but I sweat. He looked like he was... He looked like he was on a slip and slide with nothing but KY <laughs> jelly. Yeah, he was fucking wet. Uh... So yeah, typically that flea market's pretty cool. I mean, yeah, we we I, we go to them a lot. We found some good treasures there. Also, me and there. Steph. Um, but we didn't we didn't get any really real treasures. But um, the week before I went to this flea market uh, by myself. Uh, Steph um, knows this place called Quaker City Flea Market here in Philadelphia. It's, it's on. It, it's real, real fucking ghetto. It's on State Road. I think it's Taconi right there, isn't it? Taconi Bridge is there, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, yeah. if you're from Philadelphia, you know what this place is. It's right by the... Is it Risque? The yeah, it's club? on that scene. Club Risque, yeah. It's like an industrial oh, park, right? Yeah, it's so yeah. Yeah. What? I mean, it's not like really... I mean... It's ghetto. It's ghetto. I mean, I don't know what to say. It's ghetto, <laughs> but... It's not like you're deep in the hood or anything. It's no, just, but it's, it's like... It's over there? No, nah, it's not. It's past all. It's like on this industrial. It always okay. makes me think of Return of the Living Dead, where they're like it's the funeral home and like an industrial building, yes. and yeah, like yeah, in the yeah. middle of nowhere, because that's essentially what this area. Well, is. if you go, yeah. all right. So like, there's an outside part that's just essentially like people. It's like a flea market, but it's like people selling like bags of Doritos and bags of like Pepsi and like I mean, denim. I mean, I mean not bags of Pepsi, <laughs> bottles of Pepsi and uh, like cleaning products, cleaning and, products, shoes and leggings that look like jeans and and jeans, jeans and, and jeans, just, yeah, just off brand jeans. But then yeah. there's this indoor part that's kind of like um, 
uh, it's kind of like an indoor flea market, I guess you'd say, but vendors can like set up their shops in there and they're there every week. And there's this guy that sells a bunch of horror stuff in there. And there's also that one woman that is like floor to ceiling, has like brass pots. Oh my God. It's like houseware stuff, but you can't even sort it because it's just. It's floor to ceiling brass shit. And she's, and what she charges for the products, she's never going to sell them. No. And you look at something, she's like $45 (laughs) and you you just like put it back and you walk away. She's not interested in really selling anything. She just just sits on a plastic chair and overcharges. So kind of like the toy store we went to where they had cool shit and they're like, none of this is for sale. So I, so I go to this place where whatever and i usually buy like horror laser discs from this guy or whatever stupid shit like that uh, on the inside portion rather and um i went in there and he was like doing like he was setting up more stuff or whatever so he didn't really have it was all a mess so like i i looked uh, around in there for a little bit and i was like all right i can't really see anything so i ended up leaving after i was looking around for a little bit and as i was leaving i'm walking back to my car down like an alleyway because it was all like packed and there was nowhere else to park in the main place so i'm walking down this alleyway there's no one else there. There's like a bunch of warehouses um, lining where I parked, but there's no other people walking around. And I could see somebody like following me, but at first I thought it was somebody just going to their car. And I looked over my shoulder and the guy, when I looked back, was like oh, two cars away from me. And I turned to go like get my keys out of my car. And he's like, yo, 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 man. And in my head, I'm like, oh, what the fuck does this dude want? And at first I thought he was just going to ask for money or something like that. And then when I turned around, he was like right in my face, like kind of like picking up the pace to talk to me. At that point, I was like, okay, well, now I can't get in the car. <laughs> it's too late to get back in the car. Like if I try to get in the car right now and take out my keys and if he wants to rob me or something. First of all, let me just describe myself. I'm 6'4", I'm bald, I'm covered in tattoos. I'm not the kind of fucking dude. I'm not, not, I'm not saying I'm a tough guy, but I'm not no. the kind of dude that you pick a fight with like no, randomly. No, like, you're like right. the guy if I'm in like a hallway with, I'm assuming you're there to rape me. Yeah. <laughs> like, you're that guy. I'm not like an easy looking target. Like you don't yeah. pick me out of no, everybody. To, it's so so I'm, like, I'm like, what is this guy trying to do? Is he going to try to rob me? So he comes up to me or whatever and he's like, uh, he's like, I saw you walking around the flea market, blah, 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 blah. And he's like rubbing his face and he's like, I'm sorry, I'm really tired. And in my head the whole time I was like, this is fucking super bizarre. What the yeah. hell is this guy doing? Why is he approaching me by my car? And I was like, he's trying to like make me distracted or let my guard down for something. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the hell he's doing. But he's being really shifty. He's like, I'm really, and he could, and he was high. He was high on something. Yeah, I was going to say, he's got to be high. He's like, well, what's all? And, uh, so I'm wearing, I'm wearing my heavy metal vest that like I typically wear like every day. So it's like got like heavy metal patches on it. It's got horror movie patches on King it. King Diamond. It's got it's right? got horror movie buttons on it and pins and all this other shit, whatever. So I'm wearing that, and he's like, "Oh well, well, I see you wearing all that stuff on your vest, and a lot of that stuff is like anti-religion and anti-God." And this is the last thing I expected to come out of the guy's mouth, oh like my of God. all things. And I'm like, oh, geez. and I'm like. And the first thing that came out of my mouth was, I was like, is this why you, is this why you came after me? Is this why you like tracked me down to talk to me about my vest? Are you serious? And he's like, well, yeah, I saw you walking around the the thing. I was going to come up to you, but then I saw you leave. And so I I wanted to say something to you about it. And I was like, so what do you want to say? Like you came out of your way to talk to me about this. And he's like, yeah, I don't appreciate you wearing that sort of thing. That's anti-God in public. We don't like that sort of thing around here. And I was like, I was like, how old are you? by chance I was like because I'm 35 fucking years old and I haven't heard this kind of bullshit since I was in a fucking high school I was like you look like you're my age or older and you decide to come out of your way to fucking give me shit about it I was like that's funny as hell and he's like no 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 it has nothing to do with that you shouldn't be wearing that shit you shouldn't be wearing that shit I was like dude walk the fuck away right now 
or there's gonna be fucking problems. I was like, just get, I was like, just go, just go back to whatever you were doing. So I turned to go in my car because I was like, literally, I was so pissed off, I was shaking. And when I went to turn to go back to my car, he grabbed my shoulder. And when he grabbed my shoulder to like pull back on me, I just fucking like lost it. And I fucking, I turned around and I pushed him as hard as I could. And when I pushed him, he went flying back. He like, for boogin'. He, oh he, my God. he for boogin' back <laughs> and almost, and rolled over himself. Oh. And I was like ready for him to like start brawling. Well, he tried to tackle me, but the only problem was he was like half my size. So when he tried to tackle me, he basically just rammed his head into my stomach. <laughs> I was gonna say you're dead. And he rammed me into my car and he was like trying to take me down or whatever i don't know what he was trying to do i was like so confused at what this guy's like <laughs> intentions were and i was trying to get him off me so i'm like squeezing i'm screaming expletives at this guy he wouldn't get off me he wouldn't get off me i'm screaming like a madman so the only thing i could think to do was just elbow the guy as, elbow hard, spine. as yeah. hard as i fucking could know well, i didn't elbow his spine i elbowed him in the head as hard as i fucking possibly could uh. and all i heard was a hollow thud <laughs> And I hit this guy hard as shit, and it did not phase him whatsoever. Like, I don't know if he was oh, high or whatever. God. Yeah, he was high. It didn't do anything. So then, at this point, there's a warehouse where, where this is all going down, and it had a side door open where it was, like, furniture reverberation or whatever. These two guys come out of the, re- of the furniture reverberation place, <laughs> and they start yelling at me, telling yeah. me to get off the dude. Like, get the fuck off him. What the fuck are you doing? Because I guess, like, I look like I'm... Yeah. Right. I look <laughs> yeah. like I'm yeah. Yeah. And I'm like, what? I was like, no, 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 no. This fucking guy came up to me when I was getting in my car. They grab the guy. They throw the guy on the ground. Holy I fuck, shit. I kick the guy in the stomach when they throw him on the ground because I was so <laughs> oh, mad. God. And like one guy said, get the fuck off him. Leave him alone or whatever. And the one guy's like, do you want me to call the cops on him? Do you want me to call the cops on him? What the hell's going on? I was like, he came up to me and started bitching about my vest. And the two guys looked at each other. Exactly how I felt about the whole situation is how the two guys looked at each other. Yeah. They were like, what? <laughs> yeah. Like, what? Like, like, cause they were like, the two guys They're that came so out. so confused. The two guys that like came out were like in their fifties and the way they looked at each other was exactly how I felt about the whole situation. I was like, I have no fucking idea what the hell just happened, dudes. I really have no fucking yeah. idea. And then I got back in my car and I was like shaking. I was so fucking mad. That's, that, that's the story I would expect to hear like being in a suburb or somebody may not be used to, but in a city you set your face to, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Because you see shit all the fucking time. Yeah. You should be yeah. used to it. So then I was like, I got back in my car and I drove and I drive past the guy and he was just rubbing his head. <laughs> he probably woke up with a fucking weird I, fucking migraine. And I was just like, and I just spent like the rest of the afternoon like in a stupor like, I can't believe that just happened. And I, yeah. and I still don't understand like why it happened. And you messaged us and we were like, what? I don't know. Because I have a patch on my back that has like a church burning. But it's yeah. like, He had to have been a, yeah. like just high. When okay. you were initially talking about the best, I thought he was going to be like, are you a pagan or a warlock or something? And maybe he didn't know that you yeah. were a biker. There's an Iron Maiden patch on yeah. the back. Yeah, that's so weird. I thought he was going to try and like distract like, you and be like, oh, what's that? What's that yeah. pin right and then, there? Like, and then when you look right down, in the, in the yeah. kidney. That's what I was, <laughs> like prison. That's what I was waiting to happen, but nothing Zelda. ever happened. Zelda's playing with her little squeezy toy. God, that's, that that's story makes me it. so mad. It, yeah. makes, it makes me so mad because it's I, worse after uh, the fact when you're like all the adrenaline's going out. You're just living. Oh God, still, I was, I was so mad. You yeah. were mad, yeah. Because I'm mad that I just didn't like totally just beat the shit out of me, but more. Because well, like, I'm glad <laughs> you didn't end up in prison. Yeah, thank God. <laughs> and it does have been police officers. Like I would hope that like you wouldn't be like I think they would have assessed it. No, not well, not in Philly. No, no. they think no they would have shot him. Oh, God. Oh, Why? Why? Wait, no, that shot. I think they probably would have locked up both of them. Oh, okay, yeah. locked yeah. them both up. Okay, yeah. good. 
Oh, what, police officers came? Yeah, Melissa, yeah. you took yeah. that to a level I wasn't even thinking. Melissa's like, they would have well, shot you. They- <laughs> oh, police officers showed up, they would have shot yeah. both of us. Yeah. They would have shot you. I don't think so. Likes, Jesse, I believe in the police, but... Je- yeah. Jesse likes black metal, he's not black. Okay, let's yeah. just... Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that was, oh my, my, that was my tale of terror. Well, I have a really dumb story to tell. It's not nearly as good as your story, but um, it's another Philly story. So Philly. I, I take the L to work. And for those of you who don't know, the L is an elevated train. And that's what we have in Philly. Mostly elevated, but also underground. Um, but anyway, so I take the L to work. And um, I'm only on for like four, four stops. So anyway, I get on and it's like, you know, it's been so goddamn hot this week. It's just gross. So I'm like sweaty. I sit down. Everyone is the same, like sweaty, miserable. I sit down to this older woman. And I'm just minding my own business, and I suddenly hear like, ah, ah, ah. And I was like, "What?" It was the theme like song so, from the Beyond. So loud, right? I look around, and this woman has her fucking earbuds in, but she's singing out loud, mm-hmm. right? But that's what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Ah, 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 ah. <laughs> so, so it was Beyonce. So I was like, "Okay," and then she gets up to get off at like the very next stop after I got on. And she was like, she's a larger woman. And then, like I said, it was really hot and sweaty. So she's like picking, she's picking her dress out of areas of her Folds. body. Yeah. And, and then she pulls her earbud out. And thank God she didn't look at me. She looked at the woman across the aisle and she said, um, they said it's going to be the hottest day of the year today. <laughs> and the woman was just like nodding. Right. So she, that's it. That's what she said. She put her earbud back in and she's like facing the door waiting for the, like to come to the stop. The door's this open. Good. And she starts singing. Oh my god, I can't even do it. Spy on my rage, still just a red in a cage. Really? Oh. <laughs> she, sang, oh. she sang it twice. Was it like the lounge version? It was horrible. Like, it was just really? Good. It's the Richard Cheese version. Like red in a cage. Like so bad. And then she gets off. Wow. She gets off, and I look at the woman across the aisle, and we just crack up laughing like we had a moment. And the woman next to me says that's been going on since bridge street and if you guys know bridge street is the fucking first stop okay? oh my oh no. god <laughs> and i get on like halfway through i don't know whatever but wow so yeah i was like it was like a good moment because i was like i connected with my philly peeps and we had a moment and it was over this is why i don't do public transportation because <laughs> yeah, people do not no. have boundaries yeah uh-huh. when you do public transportation no. like none no. whatsoever public transportation is disgusting especially in the l because like when i go on the l the last thing i think about is like consuming any kind of like edible Ugh, no. and you go on there and people are eating finger food like subway sandwiches and like and fried chicken fried <laughs> chicken and fucking licking the fingers and eating oh like God. the breading off of things and they're like yeah it's so gross. And you'll, no. sit, and you'll sit next to someone and they're licking like the sugar from the churros off their fingers. Uh, oh, no. it's fucking disgusting. Wait, but aren't you the man that ate a meat stick in the subway? I did, but that was okay. a one-time deal. Okay. Hold on, but I didn't eat with my fingers. I was eating the meat stick through the bag. Okay. Fast, mm-hmm. fast forward with the deep cuts. <laughs> <laughs> were you here for that? I don't think Jonald was here for that. No, we're talking about this the Land Yeagers, right? Oh, I think, Yagers, you, I think yeah. when you first brought up the Land Yeagers, oh my God, dude, yeah. I will bring the Land Yeagers on for like the next episode. Yeah, we gotta get some. I can, go, I can walk over to the, um, I'm telling you right now. This is a promise. This is a promise has been going on for 20 <laughs> oh, episodes God. now. Especially Don't John. Promise John I feel like meat. when John has a lane Jaeger, it's gonna change his fucking world. Yeah, like, John the best. He's gonna be set by. Yeah, he's got he's gonna like. He's gonna be like. He's gonna eat it. and He's gonna like. I am coming. And then his head's gonna explode like scanners. And his face is gonna turn beet red. <laughs> I'm okay oh, with God. that. 
I mean, if it's a meat explosion, I'm okay it with that. Lanyards are so. Oh man, it's well so we tried. Well, when we were at the flea market, yeah, we tried to look for them. They didn't have it. No, I'll walk over to the writing terminal and get some. And if I don't like the way the lanyards look, Shenna, they yeah. gotta, oh yeah, they you gotta, can't. They, gotta no. they have to have way. the certain redness to the meat. Yeah, they gotta have. You don't that. want like a gray <laughs> meat. You don't Shenna. want that. Yeah. They gotta have that peanut noir. They gotta have that nice peanut noir yeah. color. Oh, I agree. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you just snort right. your wife. Yeah, <laughs> All right, guys. So um, up next, we will have a death row game show where we will probably all lose because Jesse always picks really hard questions. Yeah, but he does. Death row game show. I want to ask you a bunch of questions. I want to have them answered immediately. Welcome to another special edition of Death Row Game Show. I am your host, Jessup. On this edition of Death Row Game Show, I bring you Find the Fulci. I will hand you all a list. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't like this. This list contains 21 possible Fulci movies. You all may have a list. Oh, no, I don't like that. You have handouts? You prepared handouts? No. I did indeed. These are all Lucio Fulci movies, but beware, for the list also contains false Fulci. Do not say out loud if you believe some of the movies to be false Fulci. Okay. Keep it to yourselves. I will give you... <laughs> A description of a movie based okay. on the IMDb synopsis of the movie. And based on these selections, you will tell me what movie I am referring to. Okay. Stephanie. Yes. You will be the first victim. Are you ready? Yes. All right. A horror film director is stalked by a mad psychiatrist, serial killer, Bent on killing people to model the killings after the director's gory death scenes from his movies. What is the movie I speak of? Is it the New York Ripper? Incorrect. <laughs> can I steal? God damn it. There is no stealing. Come on. <laughs> but you can name the movie. It's uh, A Cat in the Brain? It is the cat in the brain! Oh shit, I should have known that. I'm giving myself a point for that. You absolutely should have. If you would have said, like it, like it, like it, like every drop, like it, I would have known. <laughs> Melissa. Mm-hmm. Strangers searching for a woman's missing father arrive at a tropical island where a doctor desperately searches for the cause and cure of a recent epidemic of the undead. City of the Living Dead? In- incorrect. It I know this one too, goddammit. Zombie. Zombie. Mm. Chug your wine glass. <laughs> Chug your wine glass. <laughs> Just drink from the bottle. Donald mm-hmm. Sutherland. Yes? It's come to you. A New England home is terrorized by a series of murders unbeknownst to the guest. That a gruesome secret is hiding in the basement. Uh, Manhattan Baby? No. 
What is it? Why would it be Manhattan Baby? <laughs> you steal all stuff. It's the house by the cemetery. Damn. You yeah! are correct. <laughs> you said it was in New England, John. Todd's like, well, Manhattan is in New England. No. <laughs> Stephanie. Yes. A burned out New York police detective teams up with the college psychoanalyst to track down a vicious serial killer randomly stalking and killing various young women around the city. Is this New York Ripper? <laughs> it is. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> It is indeed. Finally. You're coming to Melissa. Your movie. A reporter and a psychic race to close the gates of hell after the suicide of a clergyman caused them to open, allowing the dead to rise from the grave. The psychic? I appreciate you trying to connect the dots, <laughs> but it, it was your last pick, actually. Uh, City of the Living Dead. Damn. Gianald Sutherland. An archaeologist opens an Egyptian tomb and accidentally releases an evil spirit. His young daughter becomes possessed by the freed entity, and upon arrival back in New York, the gory murder begins. Manhattan baby this time. Yes. Here we go. Yes. Robert Miles is a psychic that can communicate with the dead. He also has the ability to control the mind of his cat. He uses the cat to take vengeance upon his enemies. A photographer who happens to be working for the local constable begins to notice cat scratches on some of the accident victims that are turning up. She pays a visit to Miles and conveys her suspicions of the cat's involvement in some of the local deaths. Kitty doesn't like this at all, and it turns his cat's involvement to some of the local deaths. Oh, I already said that. I'm sorry. <laughs> Kitty doesn't like this at all, and turns... Just ended. <laughs> to control... Hold on, though, because it's very long. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so let me finish this. <laughs> and it's his turn to control the mind of his owner, Miles, to take its vengeance out. I'm going to go with something that I think is wrong, but I'm going to go with it. The black cat? You are correct. Oh. Yeah. Why would you think that's wrong? Because I thought it was too obvious, and I thought he picked that because it was psychic like... psychic as well. I know. <laughs> Melissa. Mm-hmm. A lot of these descriptions sound exactly the same. Yes, a reporter? <laughs> yes. Oh, good. <laughs> a reporter and a promiscuous young woman tried to solve a series of child killings in a remote southern Italian town that's rife with superstition and distrust of outsiders. You'll never fucking get it, so who the fuck gives a shit? Try to pick something. <laughs> Don't torture a duckling. How the fuck did you even? You, are you on that shit? <laughs> no, you're on that shit. No, no she's on. Her, uh, it's off. You're absolutely right. Yes, because <laughs> I read that Roger Ebert's before his review of the blow. And did you really know that was he, it? He mentioned that movie, and I was like, I hope it's a duckling. <laughs> <laughs> she educated herself. Good for you, bitch. Good for you. Something she didn't fast forward through. Oh, bitch. All right. <laughs> Donald Sutherland, a clairvoyant woman, inspired by a vision, smashes open a section of wall in her husband's home and finds a skeleton behind it. Along with her psychiatrist, she seeks to find the truth. The psychic? Yep. 
God, some of these are real obvious. Hey, listen. I don't make I don't fucking write the descriptions, guy. Steph. Yes. Coming back to you, little bub. All right. Can you handle this one? <laughs> Is it beyond? Ready? No, I'm just kidding. Uh, you, that's not on my list. Okay. A young woman is accused of murdering her debauched neighbor after dreaming it. Was she set up or did she really do it? Oh, man. Zelda just farted. No. Wow. I burped and because it's fucking whatever this Garlic, shit is. Garlic, burp, pizza. No, it's champagne. fucking champagne burp so the bubble just exploded through wow. my nose. The face you made was like pure the Zelda worst. fart. Um, is this one Alone on Dead End Drive? That is a fake Fulci. Dun, dun, dun. I knew it. You fell for it, bitch. I knew it. Good job, Jess. Up. I made that shit up myself. <laughs> Fast forward. Your movie is in 2072 Rome, Italy. The ruthless CEO of a TV network plots to stage a modern series of gladiator games for ratings while one contestant learns of a conspiracy behind the true nature of the results. New Gladiator? What the fuck other movie could it be? <laughs> <laughs> you Aliens! son of a bitch! <laughs> oh my god. Jonald Sutherland. Seven men and a woman wander through the trackless terrain of the Wild West Utah and are hounded by a sadistic bandit. Yellow teeth on white bone. That's New- a fake one. Fake fault. Yes! <laughs> now, like, is it a real movie that you just put on there that's wrong? No, he made that shit up. I made it up. Okay. <laughs> the real movie is Four of the Apocalypse. I would want to see that movie, though, Yellow Teeth on White Bone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's called Bone Tomahawk. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Stephanie. Yes. <laughs> Your movie is a boorish, snobbish toothpaste factory owner. <laughs> what? <laughs> this is real. That is rather specific. Oh, my God. Gives his wife... And everyone a hard time, having let success and wealth go to his head. But after superstitious Nikolai whatever the fuck that means, <laughs> has an encounter with an elderly gypsy. Oh, always a gypsy. And a business trip to Romania. He returns with blood-sucking-like qualities, which make him re-examine his life. End existence. Dracula in the provinces. Yes. Yes. And with that, Steph won. All right, Melissa. Who the fuck cares if she won? <laughs> She's just a bitch anyway. Okay. It's not nice. I mean, I got two. How many did she get? How many did she Four? get? Melissa, you only got one. I got two. Negative. I got two. I'm keeping track. New gladiator and don't torture a fucking duckling, yeah, bitch. She, she got two, dude. She yeah, way two. to keep track. <laughs> My bad. <laughs> <laughs> You're John, not winning anyway. John's like, I stand corrected. <laughs> All right. Melissa. A young man armed with a magical bow and arrows embarks on a mystical journey through a mystical land to rid it all of evil and joins forces with an outlaw to take it down. An evil witch bent on claiming the magic bow for evil. Conquest? You are motherfucking right. And that means yes. there's only one. Question remains for Jonald Sutherland. Are you ready, John? Yep. To be penetrated all the way 
to the base. To the base. And have my scrotes <laughs> rest firmly on your batak. I like that batak. <laughs> <laughs> Here we are. The spirit of a comatose teenage girl possesses the body of a newcomer to her girls' boarding school to enact bloody revenge against the elitist lingerie-clad co-eds <laughs> responsible for her condition. Oh my god. The Black Widow's eye. Fake Fulci. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> yeah! A lizard and woman's skin? That was already chosen. <laughs> Damn it. Enigma. Hmm. And that, my friends, is find... The Fulci. I've only seen a couple of those, so it was hard. I've yes. seen none of them. We've yep. seen the Beyond, but that wasn't even on there. Listen, you guys did as well as you could do, and I'm just gonna say, I give you all a handshake, and I say, good job to you all. I want a hand job. <laughs> and a good job to you, sir. And good job to you, sir. And 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 I would have did a lot better than all you, and you all fucking suck. Well, guys, it's time for Trailer Trash. Let's go into my trailer, and I got some special secrets in there. Have you ever heard of Anal Delights? Spoilers. Trailer Trash in your ass. Enter a nightmare of supernatural horror. Seven doors of death. Evil's fatal omen. Who else is here? There's nobody here. I can feel a presence. Somebody else is in here. Seven doors of death. Kim Hankel, author of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, calls it terrifying, unique, surreal, one of the best horror films I've ever seen. Ah! Mommy? Arthur? On a gloomy, rain-swept night, a ferocious battle is being fought between two girls and a vicious, deranged fiend on a murderous rampage. Paralyzed with fear and on the verge of hysteria, they try to escape its chillingly merciless savagery. They know it's there, behind these doors, the seven doors of death. These doors conceal a hideous poltergeist waiting to unleash its sinister revenge. Now look, Emily, I've lived in New York all my life, and if there's one thing I've learned not to believe in, it's ghosts. Seven doors of death. Your blood will run cold as the icy fingers of death tighten their stranglehold. Good boy. Good boy, Dickie. You made them go away. (laughs) 
untamed. Can anyone survive? Enter if you dare and see seven doors of death. Terrifying, unique, one of the best horror films I've ever seen. Kim Henkel, author of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, filled with unrelenting excitement, a truly original haunted house thriller. Tobe Hooper, director of Poltergeist. Seven Doors of Death. It will scare the hell out of you. Rated R. And now we're pleased to bring you our feature presentation. Feature presentation, The Beyond from 1981. So the budget for this film was 400000 and it grossed a whopping 126000 <laughs> That's it? That was just in U.S. markets. That was wow. just in U.S. markets. That's what they had. That wasn't in his homeland. God, but that, it seems like they, they had a lot more money to work with than that for the budgie. Really? I think so. Really? You thought it seemed like a high budget? I think like, maybe. Yeah, Fulci would be like this. <laughs> he, he'd be like, I got a vision, and he'd be like this. Bam. Maybe he just used the money in like more efficient oh, guys, ways. He used it on Coke. Visually? I mean, he didn't film in Venezuela, all right? They did, so, shoot, they did shoot in Louisiana, though. Visually, this movie's stunning. I love it. Okay. Stunning. So, just a few taglines. It's like two, so, it's two like, to be exact. It's like someone put a taser on my taint. All right, all right, all right, all right. <laughs> Beyond this doorway lie the terrifying and unspeakable secrets of hell. No one who sees it lives to describe it. And you shall live in darkness for all eternity. That is not a tagline, guys. Yeah, it's still amazing. No, <laughs> it's, it's a so tagline. fucking long. That's okay. No. It's good. No, I like. Oh, it. Do we want to go back to uh, to uh, Monkey Shines? Yeah, Monkey Shines. <laughs> Longest tagline ever. Monkey Shines <laughs> is like a goddamn textbook. Look, yeah, it's like a, it's like an, it's like a Funkin' Wagnalls Encyclopedia Britannica. No. Shana. Okay. Why can't we talk about monkey shines? <laughs> no, how movie. about we talk about like what was what was one of the worst ones we even saw? Wasn't like Prana 2 the spawning, like the, the most worst like tagline ever? This is, this is what Prana 2 the spawning was. They fly, you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> like that's it. <laughs> that's what it should have been. From the master of terror, yeah. James Cameron. Yeah. <laughs> From the man who directed uh Terminator 2, you dead. <laughs> that's all I could do. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> the seven dreaded gateways to hell are concealed in seven cursed places. One is Jessup's asshole. And from the day the gates of hell are opened, it's so deep. The dead will walk the earth. That was real breathy. God, Earth will was like walk the earth. Because he's like, <laughs> you know that Romero, John. Yo, I want to steal some of that Romero. Yeah, I know, John. right? It's the day of the dead. He's like, oh, I see, I, I've seen this man. They call him Jorge Ramirez. And I love his taglines. Let us get on the Jorge wagon. <laughs> I don't think it's Jorge in Italy. And he's like, I want to pass me a little spaghetti for spaghetti, the folk. Spaghetti. Fulci loves the veal parmesans. Oh my god! It's like I love when the I love when the little old cows are kept in cages and not able to move because no the veal, meat, no veal, the no meat veal. is so pink and so tenders. Um. So this was directed by uh, none other than Lucio Fulci. Who also directed Zombie, City of the Living Dead, The Black Cat, 
The House by the Cemetery, The New York Ripper, Manhattan Baby. This is the first time I'm hearing of any of these movies. Zombie 3 and... Like it. Like every job. Like every job. A cat in the brain. R.I.P. So, uh, music by Fabio Frizzi. <laughs> and he also did the music for Zombie, City of the Living Dead, Manhattan Baby. Fabio Frizzi is a fucking god the amongst... scorpion with two tails and men. Blast Fighter. Blast Fighter is the shit. Blast Fighter is. I put the Blast Fighter theme behind one of our recent episodes, mm-hmm. Shorties Worldwide. If you didn't hear that, you, you should have heard it. Okay, special. It, it hurts it. Yo, Blast <laughs> you didn't hear it. You're fucking dead. I mean, Blast Fighter was in that. To the base, it was in that. Special effects by Germano Natale. Yeah, I, I feel like every fucking episode, I gotta go fucking break it out with the Germanzo. And um, I like the Garbanzo. And he also did special effects on Deep Red, Suspiria, Inferno, Devilfish. And opera. Why do you think it is that the Italians can just bring the horror to the level they can? Because he worked with the Argents. I he mean, had a lot of lime. Gotta be something. Why? Got, why got, are Italians so amazing? Yeah. Why? Why do they know horror? Like what? Kind, what horrors have they experienced? Does it have to do with the Nazis? It always. Comes, <laughs> it always Mussolini. comes. It always, exactly. Fascist. I don't know. Like it, it always uh, comes back to to the Nazis. The orgies. No, no, the, ma- the mafia and I, who mm-hmm. knows? Many, many a thing. Uh, speaking of lies inside of me, I have to get some album paper. <laughs> People need to see my movies. <laughs> I wake up every night with mozzarella on my face. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh, that would be uh, great if I woke up every night with mozzarella on my face. I'll be so happy. Not in this heat. You wake up with a pizza uh, on your face. <laughs> no. Spontaneous pizza? I would love it. <laughs> on, your, on your face, though. <laughs> All right. So the cast. Catriona McColl. Oh my god, we're really getting into the cast? As Liza Merrill. And she was in City of the Living Dead and The House by the Cemetery. Mm-hmm. Chinzia? Cinzia? I don't know how to say it. Italian, I can never get the C's right. Uh, Monreal? I don't know. Beyond the Darkness and Dark Signal. Al Cliver as Dr. Harris. He was in Zombie, White Cannibal Queen, Devil Hunter, The Black Cat, and Demonia. Oh, Chong was in it too, right? Um, Gianpaolo Joe the Plumber Gianpaolo Saccarola as Arthur he's a weird looking dude he is a fucking he's a creep who? Oh, Arthur. Arthur. Arthur Arthur yeah 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 um, hey, I'm looking for the keys yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for your keys and I'm sniffing your panties at yeah. the same time <laughs> he was also in The House by the Cemetery Tenebrae and Midnight Killer mm. alright formats so VHS uh, released in 1983 by Thriller Video under the U.S. alternate title Seven Doors of Death. Seven Doors of Death. Which, VHS. Is, I have my Lucio Fulci. MIB, MIB. I, um, now, <laughs> now that I know what that means. Well, actually, my, my Lucio Fulci's aren't MIB because I, um, I opened them up a couple of times. Cause to, I, cause I, them? Well, I had to actually do because the, the, the tape had mold on it. So I had to dry out the tape because the tape had mold on it. And I tried to watch it, but there was actually visible mold on the actual tape. So I had to string it out, wipe it off, dry it, and re-spool the tape <laughs> oh onto the VHS. But now it's okay, but it's not MIB. I don't want to flaunt okay. it. Like it's, it's not. It's, so, it's not. Seven Doors of Death, which was heavily edited to tone down on the film's graphic murder sequences. <laughs> the film was also given a new musical score for the U.S. release, which I'm sure fucking ruined it. I didn't even include that dude's it name. Was, yeah, Will Smith did it. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yo, 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 what's up? You, you want the beyond? We're at the beyond. It's like, no, there's a gateway on my street. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Here comes the blackout now. DVD, um, on uh, October 10th of 2000, Grindhouse releasing co-distributed the film in collaboration with Anchor Bay Entertainment um, on DVD in both a limited edition tin box set and a standard DVD. There were only 20,000 limited edition sets released for purchase. The limited edition set was packaged in a tin box, as previously mentioned, uh, with uh, alternative cover artwork, including an informative booklet, informative booklet, (laughs) on the film's production, as well as various miniature poster replicas. It was a CD booklet. It it was pretty informative, to be honest. Blu-ray, a region-free Blu-ray released by Arrow Films in March 2011, along with a limited edition steelbook version. Grindhouse Releasing also released their own version for the North American region in March 2015. Yeah, yeah. And then, of course, Rent to Own through Amazon. Oh, of course. And you can stream on Shudder. Rent to Own. It's like buy to own. You know, like you rent, put, rent you, or own. You not put, rent to own. You, you rent to own the DVD. <laughs> so like you put a penny down each time you <laughs> rent it and then eventually it's yours. Can I put this movie on layaway? Yeah. <laughs> oh I'm going to give you a penny every time I watch it. Does, does, layaway, does layaway still exist? Mm-hmm. I guess, right? Kmart, they advertise it every oh. back to school season. Dude. I'm still surprised that Kmarts are like around, like survived. Because su- they formed a super glue like relationship with Sears. Steph, I'm, su- oh. I'm surprised. A conglomerate. I'm surprised physical stores still exist yeah. because the internet exists. It's true. There I should- buy everything on the internet. Yeah. No. Like, yeah, I'm su- but, like, I need reals. clothes in, in the real world. Just, just give me some of internet. that stuff. Yeah, but like grocery stores and shit. No, I got to handle my food before I buy it. I know, you know what, though? I did food. Blue Apron. It was amazing. Oh, I was going to try that. I will send you a free card. They sponsor a lot of podcasts. Blue Apron, mm-hmm. if you're listening. Yeah. You know, whatever much money. I, yeah. heard, I heard it's not right. I could have turned around. I'm though. not sure they'd want to be associated with our podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yo, yeah, Blue Apron. Look my taint. Yeah, we a horror fans got to eat too, yo. It's mm-hmm. true. Got to make them. Noms. I just, I'm not sure how many horror fans are going to be cooking gourmet meals. Um, at home. <laughs> don't you just love yeah. this? We trying to say stuff. I'm not trying to say anything, guys. They this sent that, me a block of ginger. I wasn't sure what to do, do with it. Guys, a just block? have your. Did yeah. you rub it on your taint? Delicious mm-hmm. caramelized banana on my taint. No, that I have dessert. I love for, anything for, on a taint. For, you, for, you, have for to you have to hit both T's. You have to go taint. Taint. Yes. I just say mm-hmm. taunt and. <laughs> but what about the grundle, Jesse? Oh, the grundle. The grundle. Uh, yes, the elusive grundle. The grunds. Ugh. The grundle is like the taint, but the grundle tastes more cheesy. Yes. It's like a, no. yeah. Okay. It's a more woody. Trivia time. Dun, 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 sprinkle noise, sprinkle noise. Dun, 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 dun. It's time for trivia. Uh, Bob Mora- Morowski? of Grindhouse Releasing, who restored the film in 1998, is a film editor and used a shot from this film in the Spider Bite dream sequence in Spider-Man 2002. That Spider Bite sequence. Is that with the Tobes? Oh, man. You know, let me tell you something about that Spider Bite sequence. Intense, because there was like one real spider and like 18 wind-ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Paper mache. During the final scene in the Beyond's Abyss, the sand-covered bodies laying on the ground were actually stark naked street derelicts oh who, my were, God. who were quote-unquote paid in alcohol. Quote-unquote vultures. Like, Look, I want you to come in and be in my movie. Why the fuck did it need to be Listen. real people? Okay. What, okay, do people actually refer to other people as derelicts? Yeah. Fulci came <laughs> in and he was like... my balls. <laughs> Fulci came in and he was like, the budget's only 400000 for this. We, we, we need something to do. I, 
Uh, street there, Alex, come to me, yes. I want you to lay down, <laughs> we're gonna pour sand on your naked bodies, so and you're just gonna stay there. You mean I don't have to do a blowjob or nothing? No, you're just gonna lay there in the scene, and the people are gonna walk by, and they're gonna go blind, and it's gonna be very dramatic. No, it's very dramatic. <laughs> listen, I know there's 20 of you, but when I have one bottle of whiskey, you split between all of you. They're like, that's not enough. He's like, listen, I know you guys, you drink, but if you pour in your asshole, you get more drug quicker. So you bend over, I pour a little in each of your assholes, and you, <laughs> oh all get, you, you all get real fucked up, and you f- take a little nap. But we don't have to fuck each other, right? No, you don't understand. You're just going to lay there. That's no, all that's no, going to no, happen. No, 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 no. You just, you take a nap. Maybe, maybe I'll stick uh, my dick in you a little bit when you pass out, but you won't know. <laughs> oh, my God. Second part of Lucio Fulci's death trilogy, also including City of the Living Dead from 1980 and The House by the Cemetery from 1981. hmm The Book of Iben featured prominently Iben Iben isn't it I don't know what the Ebon? fuck it was called Ebon Ebon Ebonics every time I look at it I it's think Ebonics. it's Ebon yeah Ebonics Ebonics, Ebonics. Ebon. Called? the book of Ebonics Ebon Ebon featured prominently throughout the film is the creation of American pulp fiction pulp fiction author po- poet and fine artist Clark Ashton Smith and is a recurring text associated with the so-called Cthulhu mythos cycle of literature I've never heard of it um Cthulhu mythos. <laughs> is it in like the I know Cthulhu with is. Yes. Okay. The book, which uh, deals with various arcane subjects, including the resurrection of the dead, demonic magic, parallel dimensions, and other black magic subjects, is alleged to have been imparted to the fam- infamous necromancer Iben. Iben. What did we say it was? Iben. <laughs> Zul. By the ancient devil god. <laughs> say it. Sathogua? <laughs> <laughs> that was the worst goddamn fucking. Oh my What's God. this supposed to be? John. Oh man, yeah. In a, <laughs> in a remote prehistoric epic. If you pronounced it right, you would actually summon the old gods. So oh, I'm glad I said that. it wrong. Well, let's hope I said it wrong. God damn it, guys. <laughs> You're out. If you summon a fucking old god here, I, I swear to God. Well, we're all leaving soon, so. The old one. <laughs> The DVD commentary by actors Catriona McCall and David Warbeck was recorded two weeks before Warbeck's death from cancer. In the commentary, he talks about his illness. Wait, who the fuck died? I don't know. One of the actors. The guy that played uh, the doctor. Oh, David Clooney. Warbeck. I just called what? him Clooney. McCall. He died like right after this? No, he died oh. in like 97 when, okay. they, when they first did the DVD commentary. He's like, I remember this movie. Oh, okay. oh my ass hurts so bad from the cancer. Oh, man, do I got to read this Italian, too? Yes. A tu vivre nel terrore. Bitch, you, you took Italian. Italian. Okay, you, listen, you guys. took Italian. You, listen, I, don't, I took Italian, but I don't, in my mind, it's French. Right? Jesse, like, I, I don't French remember it. Can, can you just pretend not to read something for once in your life? Can you just do it naturally? This is you. I'm going to read this. This is me reading the words on the, on the paper. Look at me read. She's drunk. She's drunk. She's over there going, It is, but also, it's like another language. How am I supposed to ah, read that? You know a language oh that you know. I don't know it. Watch me read these words. So grace. Oh Is it chest up? Tell me it's grace. Right, I'm sorry. Anyway, sorry. that fucking bullshit was translated. <laughs> uh, means it translated. Translation means, and you will live in fear the afterlife. So, fuck that. Una babina. Una babino. Swedish rock band Europe based the song Seven Doors Hotel from the first album on this film. Oh my god, Europe! Europe! It's the, the li- final countdown! The lyrics are a basic 
no, it's Europe, isn't it? Yeah. Is that Europe? Europe. Yeah. I don't believe you. Is this one of those Jessup fuck-ups? Tangerine Jessup. Look it up, John. The lyrics are a basic retelling it's of the Europe. plot of the film. Very good. The song became a big hit in Japan and is still a popular track at the at the of live shows. Of course the fuck it is. Japan, of, of course. course. Japan is like, yo, we love all this old shit. So the library set in this movie was the same um, that was featured in the house uh, by the cemetery from 1981. You don't say. It's true. Mm. The zombie rampage. <laughs> rampage? Were they all wearing the same exact clothes? I'm not Were sure. Were they move incrementally in very slow distances no. without not, looking at why you? Why was everyone wearing the same pajamas? But they always looked at the camera when they were shot in the head. It was not a rampage. No. Okay, so the zombie uh, rampage was done at the insistence of the film's German distributors whose mar- movie market was going through a zombie craze. I felt like it fit with the film, so I don't no. know what the fuck. Oh, yeah. It was good. You think Fulci was like, you twisted my arm, I put zombies in yeah. the film. <laughs> I don't think he meant to put that many zombies in it. What are you talking about? That many zombies. Like, do they use the same six in every scene? Yeah. The film was never <laughs> seen. Most, most just like- the five people that died in the house, and then I think they were like, you need to add way more. Way more shit. <laughs> it's not like they even gave them a lot of money. The budget was like 400000 yeah. They were wearing like hospital garb and Everyone they had wore the same ketchup thing. on their face. Yeah. This it. wasn't like Day of the Dead where they're like fucking walking around with laundry baskets. They're like, listen, <laughs> if you do this, we'll give you like, we'll give you like a, pl- we'll, we'll pay for like a, a food platter for one day. And he's like, fine, fine. You but you it. include all the meats, right? You I get d- all the Capricornas. I, I, I'm on board. <laughs> all right, Steph's like, oh, I do like the Capricornas. Uh, no, I, what is what I like? I don't what is what you like? Do you know what you like? <laughs> I can't remember. It's another cured meat. I, okay. She's like, Salami. Jess, tell so me what pasad. I like. And I, I was like, like bitch, pasad. I'll tell you what Prosciutto. you like. You like the prosciutto? Steph, what? I'll tell you what you like. Yeah. Wrap it on the menu. Uh, the film was never seen in America in its uncut form until 1998, when Grindhouse Releasing tracked down the original master and restored the film, playing it at midnight shows at selected cities. Thanks to Quentin Tarantino, Quentin I believe. Quentin Tarantino's oh, Rolling Thunder Pictures released the restored DVD. Uh, uh, uh. Weird fucking dude, but yeah. great. He and, is. He's like, look at my weird fucking face. It looks like so. It looks like a fucking squash came up off the fucking ground and just took a fucking start. I don't know what this fucking <laughs> voice is, but it's like that's Quentin Tarantino. Mm-hmm. It's I, true. I want to fucking have sex with Uma Thurman, but she wants to have nothing fucking to do with me. Well, she was banging Ethan Hawke for a long time. God, I don't fucking know. Ethan Hawke is a fucking ugly motherfucker, too. But I mean, too. listen, Ethan Hawke... He's got that snaggle tooth. Quinn Tarantines. You're gonna be <laughs> taking Ethan Hawke to the base every yeah, single time. Exactly. Why? Just, to the does base. anybody know who Ethan Hawke is now? He's but, in like two yeah, movies now. I'm talking about pure attractiveness, guy. Um, um, he was I'm in a lot of movies. Quentin Tarantino is more relevant. Yeah, oh, in the early oh, no, 90s. No, no. Ethan Hawke was in that Daybreakers. fucking awesome-ass new movie. What was that movie called that we just watched? Recently. Daybreakers is not a good movie. Shana, Daybreakers is good. What movie recently? Oh, the man. fuck it is. That movie fucking shit. Well, with the, the videos? Sinister. The weird videos? He was in The Purge, the first Purge. And, but all right, I'll look it up while you're talking. Okay. I'm sorry. I don't remember what it is. All right. So let's get into this movie. Um, so <laughs> this is what I wrote for the opening. Sepia tones. Just so everyone knows that it's old. Yes. Black and white. And then Sepia. old... Old timey guys in canoes. No, crawdad. Well, I, wrote, I wrote crawdaddies. <laughs> well, first, it's the caption Louisiana, nineteen twenty seven, right. and then we get the pictures of all the guys in the boats Old-timey going down the bayou, guys. right? With born with on their, the bayou. You know, it's a mob because they have what? torches, torches born mm-hmm. on the bayou. Yes. And then you see lightning. An an old timey woman. <laughs> 
<laughs> with an oil lamp. Yes, mm-hmm. oil, oil lamp. lamps were they existed throughout this whole movie. So. Right. Um, and the damn book, the Eben book, mm-hmm. whatever it is, the I book of Ebonics, right? Um, and then you see a man painting, and he's a creeper, and he looks at himself in the mirror. And of course, the light only shows on his eyes because that's how you know. No, 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 Steph. He, he's an anorexic painter because <laughs> because he's a starving artist. It's true. Oh, oh shit. good one. You see yeah. what I did with that? I fucking did it, did it, and I did it with that. And then you get very shaky cameraman following people through the woods. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh well, but first, when you're still with that guy, you get like the sign on the outside of the door, mm-hmm. number thirty-six, because that's going to be important later. Right. That movie was called right. Predestination. What was that? The fucking Beyoms. Never heard of it. The Beyoms. What was it about? All I'm going to tell you is Shorties Worldwide Predestination. I don't fucking remember. And then I'm, I'm, I'm going to fucking moonwalk out of the scene. All right, I got to look it up later. I don't remember. All right, so the mob like converges on this old hotel where the painter mm-hmm. is. And uh, you see briefly that he's painting a landscape that looks like a bunch of derelicts that are put down, <laughs> laying on the ground. <laughs> Some drunk derelicts. Paid in alcohol. To sit yeah. there. And you see like some weird like mm-hmm. director putting like a bottle in somebody's ass. <laughs> you know what that's all about. For some reason, half of them came by boat and the rest of them just showed oh my up. God. Yes. Yes. Like, why? Why, why the fuck did you take because a they fucking were like, boat? They were like model T Fords and like we can only fit like four people in this thing, girl. It's not gonna go. Was there ever like a lake or a boat ever shown again after this? Did it dry up? Because in no other shots do I believe there is a lake in like front of this fucking in the house. Movie. No, no, they shot on location in Louisiana, but I don't know if there was actually a lake there or not. Yeah, or, well, I think they river. they shot there, and then the rest of them were like in Italian or Italy. Yeah, no, they were in Italian. Yeah, they, they were in Italian. Italian. <laughs> we are in Italian. No entry. <laughs> no entry. Do not entry. Do not entry. So the yeah. never, never, never <laughs> entry this place. Yeah. So the woman starts reading from the book, and you find out like it's the prophet Iban. Mm-hmm. From Ebania, yeah, and he studies ebonics four thousand years. She of wants prophecies. to know. She wants to know what a jive turkey means. The blonde says, "In this book are collected all the products of Avon, handed down from one mother to daughter." <laughs> she didn't say that. Uh, not, not Avon. She said Avon. Oh my god! Oh my god! Is this your, is this yeah. your next Transformers and moment? Is this where the fucking mob shows up and the guy at the desk is like, "I don't fucking get paid enough." To give a shit about these. Well, mob first he was like, "Are they here, here for me?" Oh, they're not. Okay, oh, it's cool. Yeah, All right, yeah. yeah, cool. I don't yeah. know what you're doing them shackles, bro. Yeah, and they go up to room thirty-six, and you hear like the voiceover saying, "Like, oh no, that they yell it. They yell, you ungodly warlock! Yeah. Because of you, this town will be cursed forever.'" It's not the voice you're expecting out of that guy either. No, no, because no. it's like it's got he's got a turd stash. It's so turd was stash. it yeah. filmed in Italian and then they dubbed it over? Oh yeah, English? absolutely. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. If you can't tell that for when every time Emily speaks, I don't look. Every time Emily speaks, it's like it's yeah. real bad. Every time Emily speaks, I just want to uh, either like two things cross my mind. I want to make out with her really bad, or I want to put a carrot in her mouth and watch her eat it because she has really big She's horse got teeth. Fucking dragon scale on her goddamn eyes. <laughs> well, like, yeah, but it's hot though. It's something, something bad. I don't know. Well, what in it is. this part, like, so they, the guys break in, right, and then they start the, the guy with the stash starts whipping them with a chain. Uh-huh. Oh my! That's, a chain no, would not guys, do that damage. You guys saw the uh, the. The black and white version. There's a color version that they actually have on the Blu-ray that I watched. Oh, that I could watch. That is way worse than because you actually see like. No, we watched the color version. The beginning's black. Well, the beginning's, the beginning's like is in, black and white. It's like black and white in the very beginning. It is. And every, old, every, when, until when it cuts to Louisiana, 1981. It's black and white. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. like brown tones. It was sepia. That's why I said sepia. But there was other yeah. editions where that all that was color. Hmm. 
and the gore is actually more pronounced. Like in this one, like the blood looks like water mm. in the black and white. Oh, yeah, 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 right. Uh, yeah, it yeah. looks water. way worse. Then it looks you, way you worse. when they turned a faucet on inside these people <laughs> to like show the blood coming yeah. out. But yeah, when he's whipping them with the shackles, it's pretty fucking yeah. gory. Well, as they're beating him, you hear the blonde in the background. The seven gateways are concealed in seven cursed places. Woe be unto him who doesn't have the knowledge. And then you see them taking this skinny wizard into like the basement. <laughs> Yeah. And then we get And for the first time everybody's like, I'm on board. I'm on board with this. Yeah. Oh man, and so they they take him and they just beat him more and more with these chains. And, and then they, they they nail him to the wall. Yes. And they is that like hot wax? Is that what they put on him? I don't I didn't know what the fuck plaster. it was. I thought it was like plaster. Well the warlock tells him as they're taking him down the basement, the guy's like, This place was built on an Indian burial ground. Uh, no no, I mean I mean it was built over one of the seven doors of evil. <laughs> Oh my god! And they chain whip him, and they fucking this part's brutal. They beat the shit it out is when they fucking na- they're nailing his hands to the uh, concrete, yeah. like to the okay. stone. That's that's brutal shit. Yeah, yeah. it really was. Yeah. But then why later is every like why are those nails up in his bedroom? That and makes why from, they say that makes, he was killed yeah, there? I, yeah, I don't they know. fucked that up. They, yeah, they don't make they don't make any sense. With I that. thought that was just supposed to be because his ghost appeared in that room to her. No, they they made they somebody later they say a guy was killed. killed Emily the, says it. He his, was killed in, in room thirty six. Yeah. Yeah, right. They do Which say makes, that it makes they no do sense. say that and he was then his little there. crucifix things right. are there. Yeah, but he was Plus, his body first appears in the basement. So makes no sense. Yeah, but yeah, but this is where like this is the first where you get like. We talked about with 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 Dario Argento's stuff, but like the sound design. Oh my god! Like the sound design. Hitting, oh my when god! When they're hammering those nails no. in, the, the, there's a, there's a side effect to that too because everybody sounds like they have fucking tap shoes in this fucking movie. Yes. yes. When they're walking yes. around, it's like, oh my god, what, what horse came into this fucking room? It's <laughs> no, like, the best is with the spiders. No, no, no. When there's when they want to be weird in Italian movies, they're just like, yeah, all right. So for instance, like they want to be weird, so they're like, okay, I want this scene to be really weird. And there's a person laying on a bed looking at a ceiling. How can we make it weird? Ah, oh, let's like have like a person like crumpling up paper balls <laughs> and like have a guy like spitting out like water on like a tin can and like have another guy like rubbing aluminum foil under his armpit and then we'll have it we'll layer it all on top of each other with like reverb on it and then we'll play it really slow and people will be like oh my god that's so fucking creepy right? as shit what what the fuck oh my it's real unsettling i don't know what that is <laughs> and like you hear it and it's like it makes no sense and you have like someone like scratching on wood <laughs> and it makes no sense <laughs> That's basically what this whole movie is. So they, so they fuck this dude up. They put him on. They they pour hot wax or plaster. They pour something on his oh, head. Oh, I thought it was like New England clam chowder. Yeah, yeah, really it's like hot. White and, and bubbling, yeah. and, his, <laughs> and his face like melts. He's off. like, oh my god, the mollusks, yeah. the, 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 the mollusks. Oh my god. <laughs> as his face is like dripping and like melting in with the plaster, or whatever, we get the theme music again, and then mm-hmm. it, it like the camera slowly pans over to some sort of rune that's like on the wall oh, next to yeah. him mm-hmm. that you're supposed to like know what the fuck it is, but it, you, know, you have no idea. Yeah. And then the woman's still reading from the book, and then as she's reading from the book, it just suddenly like bursts in the flames, yeah. and that's when Five it goes from it goes from flames. sepia to. Did you fast forward? I couldn't. I was cursed. <laughs> yes, yeah, she. she the, I was unable. The blonde, the blonde is like through this gateway. <laughs> evil will invade the world, and then the book goes. <laughs> this title card sequence is really good. This yeah. is like two movies in a row where the title card sequence is like fucking phenomenal. Yeah, and then it's Louisiana, nineteen eighty one, and. The, pl- the plantation looks like it's like slumlord style now. Yeah. It looks the same as it did in 1927, except they're trying to fix it up for some unknown God knows reason. Yeah, Forrest Gump's parents have let this plantation go downhill. Yeah. 
Yeah, so and the, the woman Downhill. is the new owner is like walking around, and um, you see like a guy up on scaffolding who's like working on the side of the house, and he looks in the window and he suddenly <laughs> sees <laughs> a woman with milk eyes, <laughs> and he goes for boogers. He goes for boogers. He's like, what the fuck is that for boogers? Which, if you're on scaffolding, the, the last thing you want to do is jump backwards. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You that, don't do that. That's like rule number. That's one oh one. If you're on scaffolding, like, but okay. The best part is so the next scene is like they to have him inside. Mm-hmm. He's and got blood he's gurgling, is pouring he's gurgling out of him. Blood. He's got Ebola. He's got to go to the hospital. He's he bleed- a doctor. Instead of setting, there's like five cars in front of this hotel, right? Because everybody's there. All the contractors are there. Yeah. Instead of like putting him in a car and taking him to the hospital. Yeah. They make the doctor come to yeah. him, yes, yeah. who the, then says, yeah, exactly. this man needs to go to a hospital. Yeah, they're like, Arthur, where's the doctor? And Arthur, weird <laughs> Arthur comes in the room, and Arthur's like, he's on his way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then the doctor pulls up in no rush. No he, sense of urgency. Yeah, no, no, Clooney none. comes in like chill as fuck, and he's like, his, his assessment immediately is, this man needs a hospital. No, no shit, really? What the fuck did you call me for? I'm going to take him to the hospital right now, actually. You should have, which is what you should have did. <laughs> like an hour ago. Hold on. Does this man have Ebola? Why the fuck is he bleeding out like this? Yeah. And I guess this is where I realized how bad the dubbing was and how slowly they delivered You know what's funny everything. about this movie? The, the southern accents, how they like drift oh, in and out. Yes. Oh, God. Oh, yes. The, right. so the one chick is British at one point. Yeah. yeah she's It'll British. Hey, what you doing about that thing over in this? Hey, what are you doing about that? <laughs> um, what's going on with that there over in the fucking place? And there, what's um, yeah, take them to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's like they were like getting real lazy with their like uh, accents. Like, no, 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 a little more, a little more, a little more. A little the voiceover director was like, yeah, yeah, it's really good. And uh, oh yeah, I totally forgot to give you that direction, but it's, it's all right, it's good. We got it. Well, as they're, as they're leaving, um, they find um the. They find the skinny um, magician's painting on the ground as a doctor's leaving. And the bell rings for room 36. Yes. And they think it's that weird Arthur guy that's doing it. Well, the, the, um, someone says uh, to her, like, oh, you already have a client. Uh, and she's just like, huh? That must be Arthur. There's not a yeah. soul in here. Oh, <laughs> And then you hear someone in the background go, bed dumps. And she's mm-hmm. like, what the fuck was that? And then Joe the plumber shows up. AKA Chong. Yeah, it's exactly that's what I wrote. I was like, that dude is fucking Cheech and Chong. What's his his license plate say? What does it say? I missed that shit. Jesus Christ is the answer. No. That's what it says. Oh my God. And I was like, Shanana, vanity religious license plate. (laughs) And then the guy like the guy looked over at Jessup and was like, What's that you got on your vest there? He's like, yo, let's tangle. And I was like, you and me, he's gonna tangle assholes. He's like, yeah, yeah, you wanna tangle assholes? And I just, oh if, if you would have said that to that guy, I would have, the fight would have been over. Oh he'd be like, tangle assholes. Well, I would have been like, one of these days, me and you is gonna tangle assholes. He would have been like, um, okay, dude, later. And you know, if you wanna know what that reference is to, go see Johnny Firecloud. Yeah. Yeah, best movie. Um, so the plumber's called out because the basement is flooded, but there's no water oh my coming God, I from love, the pipes. I love so the that's inter- where the lake went. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Basement, I love the interaction when he goes down there and meets Martha because it's like, oh, we fucked before. That's exactly what I realized. <laughs> Are these guys fuck buddies? Is there something just, weird going on to behind them? First off, they never introduced this character at all. You have no yeah. idea who she is. They go down into the basement and she's like, she just appears. I she just appears, and she's you. she's yeah. the female version of Arthur in creepiness. <laughs> yeah. and she's like, I made a path to the back end for I you. I couldn't make out the path. Was it just was it the plywood that you see later? Because yeah. what I yeah. saw was like lights underwater. Yeah, that's what it looked I like. I didn't at first. see anything. And Joe's like this. 
Thanks, mm. bitch. Mm. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna fuck that pussy later <laughs> like we did the other day. Remember when we did that the other day? And they and, apparently came with the hotel. Yeah. She says later. Uh-huh. Which, again, makes no fucking sense. No, no, I mean, there's a lot guys, of stuff guys, that's not explained. We but. don't live in Italy, yeah. so we right. don't know how these things happen. <laughs> right. We don't know how these transactions occur when you buy hotels in Italy. Yeah, that's true. Uh, they'll come with three men servants. You can pour alcohol mm-hmm. in the buttholes or not. These, <laughs> these people, they come in the leaky basement. You, First off, you take them. <laughs> that's not a flooded basement. You have a swimming pool yeah, in exactly. your basement. Yeah, that, I think at that point, just that right off insane. the house. No, you it's like a fucking like flooded subway system yeah. under yeah. like New York City. At that point, <laughs> that's what it is. I don't care what kind of real estate mogul you mm-hmm. think you're going to be, but at that point, you just write off this hotel as a loss. Yeah. Like you're it's not like, fixing that. The basement is enormous, and there's just where's all this water coming yeah. from? I and don't it even was understand. Flooding from a completely opposite side. Of yeah. where he found plaster. Yeah, that's a big basement, though. As you get that shit finished, <laughs> and if you finish just that basement, you got like a whole other hotel well, in that's the basement. What the architect <laughs> wanted to do. Yeah. Um, he finds the leak like pretty quickly, and he breaks open the wall, and you see that symbol on the wall as he goes through. Which also mm-hmm. is not a plumber's job to be breaking fucking down yes, walls. Yes, thank to get the you. Pipes. I was like, I feel like he needs to get this approved. <laughs> <laughs> is this a load bearing wall? I don't fuck it. I'm gonna break through this thing anyway. Uh, and then Liza finds Arthur upstairs in her room, and he's that that ball be sweaty. Oh God! Oh yeah. my God! Yeah, that was basically like Jessup when he was taking out the panties out of stuff. So, <laughs> That's, uh, is that, uh, is that like when your mom caught you getting your pornos out out from underneath oh. your poster? No, no, that was me when I was stealing Steph's underwear out of her drawer. From, that's legit. <laughs> That was me, but stuff didn't catch me. That's the only difference. I didn't catch you. I was like, "Oh my god, these panties! Let me just take like, <laughs> let me take five and say I take one." Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Chang, yeah, he finds the source of water and he's brushing like mud away and it's like crumbling, crumbling, crumbling. And then a hand bursts out from the dirt and gouges. Oh man, dude, the fucking eye gouging. Yeah. It's not really an eye gouging. It's like an eye popping. He pops pops the eye sideways out. It's like a kid when you're a kid and you play with olives and you put your finger in the olive. (laughs) Just like that. It's exactly the same thing. (laughs) Lucio Fultz is like, "When when I was a child, we played with olives all the time. I want to do something similar. Would like a black olive. If the olive was made out of latex, yes. Exactly. Exactamundo. Mm. And then Liza is she's running into town and she runs Wait, into this. First off, is this like the Florida she's driving down to Florida Keys or That's something? That's what it looked like. Right? It does. It does yeah. look exactly that like not, that. That is not in Louisiana, yeah. Yeah. just so we know. She's running she runs into this weird bitch like on like, yeah, basically looks like Florida Keys, like an overpass uh, not an like overpass, like, like a bridge. Yeah. Yeah. It is a long highway through yeah. the yeah. On like the ocean. And she runs into Emily and her seeing eye dog. Just chilling in the middle of the road. That's Dick, normal. Yeah. Completely normal. Dicky. Yeah. And um Which by the ma- way, worst name for a dog. Yeah. My name is Emily and I've been looking for you. Alright, just get in my car and I'll take you back to your fucking <laughs> yeah. house. And then it cuts back to Martha who finds Chong spitting up jello and a weird Oh my god. Oh. He's just spinning up straight up jello. Yeah. This weird corpse taking like a semen bath. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like a corpse like in like old jizz. Yeah, she's uh, she's totally like Mummy jizz. She's deadpan when she sees Joe. No, no, but like her face when she sees it, she's like, "Oh my god, I used to fuck this guy." Did anybody else get that vibe? Like, oh yeah, that was my side piece. Yes, Joe, Joe, and now we ain't got no more side piece action. No, see, Melissa got it. I mean, maybe in hindsight, I was like, "Yo, these two immediately." These two thought she was like, "I was like, they're co-conspirators in some shit." Yeah, that's what I thought. I just thought she was like giving off Adam's family vibes. That's it. Nah, yeah, she was taken to the base. To, yeah. the, to the base of Chong. Yeah, so this uh, this other corpse like washes Flo- up, yeah, you know, floats, floats up, up from the bottom of the basement, and she's like, 
Well, that I'm scared of. That that's weird. Like the other guy with his head crushed. Like yeah, yeah that, that's guy, fine. No, I oh God, this part's the best one. Emily takes her to her. Ha- Emily takes her to Emily's house, and Emily's like, "Listen, I can't explain it. I know you just met me wandering on a random highway, <laughs> deserted, alone with my dog Dicky, but you must leave this place. Like, just take my word for it. I I'll also need your social security number, routing number, <laughs> and I want you to cash these checks for me and deposit them in a Swiss bank account. Please, just listen. Take my word for it." <laughs> Yeah, and the whole time I was watching the dog, like, that dog is not trained as a seeing eye dog. She was, like, pulling it back the yeah. whole time. It was about to go and attack the camera. And then she's like, have you heard this creepy piano music? Well, I'm going to play it for you right now, <laughs> in case you haven't heard it yet. Yeah. And you're going to be soothed by yeah. it because it's creepy piano music. And, and I didn't realize they went back to her house. I thought they went back to the fucking hotel. Right, yeah. because the problem with this movie is those houses look so fucking yes. similar. They and, don't look, and no. They, and they, no, no, I agree with the Melissa. The way they shot it. No. Because the first time I saw it, I thought the same the fucking interior, exact thing. You can't fucking the tell. interior, yeah, but they show a shot of her like going up through this overgrown pathway that doesn't look anything like the front of the hotel. I wasn't paying attention. Oh, but no, no, I well, believe that. There you go. I hundred percent. I was like, about. oh, well, I thought they were at the hotel. The first time I saw this movie, Melissa, I thought the same fucking exact thing, and I didn't understand what the fuck was going on until yeah. the second, until the second watch. So I get what you're saying. Second watch. Second watch. Yeah. <laughs> um, so then it cuts to um, the doctor finishing up the autopsy. Which, what? I mean, oh my is, god! Can we talk about this more? Oh like no, no, no. Can we talk about a lot of things about this part? Okay, number one, I'm just going to point out. You do not do an autopsy like that. You make a Y incision. Right. Okay, next. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> next. You don't, Go. you don't array a whole mess of corpses oh on a God, table. Oh my God, that was the weirdest. With no ventilation or any sort Why of thing. Why are there you so put them many in, fucking dead people in this gotta community? Sm- it's got to smell so bad. Yeah. Right. It's so bad. That was okay. the craziest. Just up next. He says to them, <laughs> and I quote, Looks pretty good for being six years old. Yeah, six be, years. It was supposed to be sixty years. Yeah. She fucked it up. Yo, okay, so ball. the voiceover was wrong. The voiceover was wrong. I was sitting there yes. so fucking confused. Th- th- that is an enormous fuck up. It is yeah. sixty is not oh six because they God. say it. They say it later on. I think it towards the end. Yeah. somewhere or sixty around years. Because we yeah. know the we know the span of right. years. Yes. They introduced right. it and then they you know how right. did that make it through? Uh-huh. Okay, here's my other issue with the morgue. That body that is sixty years old. Would not just be chilling there. It would be like melted. It would no, be smell so no. smelly. Why would you need to fucking hook it up to an EKG? <laughs> it's for brain waves. Oh my god! That's why would you hear the heartbeat through the no! brain? Exactly. Exactly. Right, here's the other thing. Here's What's the other happening? thing. All right, one more. One more. Doctor Harris. They they both leave through this door where they buzz and it like turns around Chuck and Norris. make a big deal. But then the woman just walks right the, in. The woman watches, walks in through a yes. normal goddamn door in the hallway. No security. She yeah. just walks in with all the dead bodies. But why yeah. did you have this big door with this button? Joe's wife comes to like say her goodbyes, yeah. and there's this big sign that says "No entry." No, it says "Do not entry." Do not entry. And she just walks right the fucking like John yeah. said. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, like yeah, that when the Jill, doctors here. when the doctors come in, they're like do 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 retinal scan. Jill slash Anne Meanwhile, yeah, it's like Resident Evil shit when fucking like when the doctors come in, it's like Mila Jovovich and shit. Fucking goddamn yeah! Hey, for some reason, I thought they got on an elevator. So then later, when it was not an elevator, I was very they, okay. No, me no, too. it me was too. it was both an elevator and not an elevator. Okay, at the same okay. Time. thank yeah, you. It was an elevator, a magic <laughs> slide. <laughs> like they're like <laughs> into the mortgage. Okay, oh so my then, god! So Joe's wife shows Lucio up. Lucio Fulci didn't know what the layout of this place was. <laughs> no. He's like, yeah. He's like look, look, I just make sure it's all gonna end up in hell. Yeah. It doesn't matter. So Joe's wife shows up, and number one not bothered by the fact that her husband no. has no fucking eyes. No. Right? And then she starts dressing him. That's not where... That you doesn't know. happen. No, 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 guys, guys. She fucking, like, she's like, 
she this is what she does she looks at him she's like oh this is not right she looks around she picks up a bed sheet she starts cutting a bed sheet <laughs> no. and then the next scene he's fully fucking yes. clothed in like a seat six fully hours clothed. later this bitch made like a full but suit what? out of like bed sheets in two minutes what the <laughs> fuck did she see that she screamed she turned and saw the other body can we can we also the talk about old body. the fact that these two people with black hair had a ginger Oh my God! Yes. yes, their daughter. John, it happens. No, 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 yeah. no, John. They had. It pun- happens all they, the time. No, no, no. They had Punky Brewster. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's who the fuck they had. I thought, I thought being a ginger was a recessive gene. My aunt and uncle have both have dark brown hair, and they have a ginger. Mm. It is a weird recessive gene that pops out. Steph knows this more it's than the, anybody. It's the so ginger gene. Ginger gene. That kid was, adop- that kid was adopted. Okay, but first of anyway, all, her name was Jill. No, no, it was but, so weird. They but, have to eat another baby and ingest its soul in the womb to become that a kid's ginger baby. That it's kid's true. teeth was weird. Yes, that whole kid was that kid was when so she weird. She was like grinding yeah. her teeth. It looked like there was like stained blood yeah. in it. But she's like <laughs> so the so the daughter's left out in the hallway. Yes. and this this guy comes through with a gurney. Mm-hmm. And it's the squeakiest fucking gurney. <laughs> oh my god, yes. dude! Yes, this is what I talk about the sound design because I actually like this, but it was like no, it no. made me uncomfortable because dude, it was like so, so loud. fucking. This loud. is what yes, I wrote. It was very loud because yeah, the daughter's in the hallway and like the daughter's disturbed not by the dead body but by the fucking squeakiest. Yeah. The daughter's like yeah, the ginger's looking at it like, yo, WD forty that shit, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's all I want to say. <laughs> so then the mother turns and she sees something. We don't know what she sees. All right, guys, is there the flash of lightning too? Also, we're we're about to get the fucking biggest fuck up about this morgue setup. It's coming up. Oh yeah. my god, the, the fucking biggest. jar of acid. Yes, yes. nowhere near her. You got. Well, why to, would you have a jar of acid? Because, that's the question. Because hashtag you got it. Got to have your supply. More, <laughs> she more supplies. She didn't even try to get out of the way. She's like this. I looked at it like. Shannon! <laughs> no, I look like she, she like went and laid down. I thought no, I thought she fa- she she saw something and she, and she was hysterical and she fainted and then the, the lactic oh, acid poured over her face. Laid perfectly I, down I, on I, a okay. table. Did you say lactic acid? Um, I don't know that we're assuming it was lactic acid. No, was lactic acid wouldn't fucking eat through anything. It's hydrochloric acid. Yes. All right, hydrochloric acid, whatever. Lactic yeah. acid is from like nipples. It's built up in no. your body. It's from like <laughs> tissue damage, yeah. yes. tissue destruction. Okay. Anyway. She just lays there and the fucking acid burns her face off. It's, it's yeah. nipple. While her daughter <laughs> watches. Acid. And her daughter's like, I don't want to step in my mother's gooey remains. Oh, so she tries. It is foamy blood. Right? But like, she, they just poured water on paper mache face and it just, <laughs> me- the makeup just melted yeah, guys, off guys, of it. It's legit though, is it yeah. not? No, it was, it was cool scene. It was awesome. But like, so like, I only th- thought there was like two doors in this room, but oh, apparently there was eight oh, no, doors. But I wanted to say, this again, with the sound design when her face is melting. It sounds like a fat guy in an empty metal shed drinking X-Lax running on a treadmill. And then Ew. slushies attacked her. It's, it's yes. real like it's real reverby and it's like it sounds like digestive like like a stomach like someone has like a stethoscope up to like a stomach it's like And she tries to get out. Yeah. And a dead body falls on her. Cuz she goes in a freezer. That had the same exact injury her dad had. It was weird. That Guys, body was real creepy. This next scene. What? Next scene. How the fuck did they end up on a date? Wait, is that already the next scene? The doctor. No, it's the funeral, isn't it? No, it's after that. Hold on, wait. Let me find my place here. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know. Oh, um, yeah, where she's talking about how she was a model and all that shit. Yeah. Well, because yeah. they, they run into each other at an intersection, right? Like, they're oh, both right, in their cars, yeah. yep. and then they're all of a sudden on a date. Yep. Yeah, how did that happen? I don't know. <laughs> they saw each other when they were driving, and he was like, you want to, you wanna, are you on board? No, no, he's he like, had, yeah. they were in the car, and he's like this. Yo, the doctor went like this, and he put his finger inside his like hand and he was like just uh, uh, Italian food right yeah. at this place and then I do this to you uh-huh. 
And then she was like, you're going to do that to me. <laughs> and then this is where she tells him that like, yeah. she wants to fire Martha and Arthur, but she mm-hmm. can't because they came with the hotel. And he's mm-hmm. like, I never heard them people before. And I no. know everybody here. Again, no, he doesn't about? because he fails to know. Why a does lot he of know people? everybody? He's been there his whole years. Yeah, his reaction to a lot of things is yeah. is like he's like yeah. I read this book and these things, but yeah. I don't believe you. And but I believe me. you, but I don't believe you. I like he gets how, a phone call. I like when he finds that book later. and He's like, I read this whole book. That book's like fucking that fat. Yeah, they right. all open to the same exact passage yeah. too. Yeah, so he gets a call while he's at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And then he ha- and then he leaves. Yeah, did we did we say that she tells him she inherited the inherited the yep. hotel? Blah, 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 yep. blah, yeah, he gets bullshit. a call for the for, at the hospital, which you assume to know is about Joe, Joe the plumber's wife or whatever. Yeah. And then there's this weird awkward moment where she like looks away, mm-hmm. honestly, and then you get the music again because I think she. How the fuck does she know what's what the film? I think she's about? just thinking about what Emily told her earlier yeah. like she because emily told her like leave, to leave yeah and then she was thinking about it. that's why they put the music in there she was mm-hmm. to connect it do, 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 do. she was like mm-hmm. it was breaking the walls were breaking down in her mind she's like oh my god jenna that's Jen. deep that's then deep we're at the funeral yeah Jen. the funeral of joe and his wife Jen. 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 and the little girl's just standing there the whole time and then for some fucking reason Liza tries to make out with her. I don't know why. <laughs> oh my god. Right? She like runs into her and she's yeah, like, she's like she kisses yeah. her. Yeah. And then the reveal. Milk eyes. Which does I don't know Anna why. Green Gables has milk why? eyes. Why, why is she blind now? I don't understand. She's she possessed saw the, devil. the dead bodies. I don't, I don't understand. I think she's already dead. Is all, she so she's dead. The whole point. Yeah. Oh right, because because she, she Emily does. was dead, she was like from hell. Yeah. Yeah. Emily's makes dead, sense. she dead. Okay. That makes sense. Right, because we never see her escape the room. Right. No. The blood was coming for her. Mm-hmm. You can okay. never escape the room. <laughs> Ever. Dun, dun, right. Dun, right. Dun, and uh, dun, anyway. Dun, dun, dun. So back in the basement. Liza again with a gas lamp. Mm-hmm. Who the fuck has gas lamps? People uh, flooded basement. Stab the Amish. <laughs> Apparently there's no electricity in this fucking place. And whatsoever. she hears Emily calling her and she says, why didn't you listen to me? Mm-hmm. Yeah, did we get the did we get the f- the first person camera? I wanted to spare you. She's like, no. She's like, why didn't you listen to my vague psycho babble? I guess <laughs> I have to give you the actual logical story so you can follow and understand. But she doesn't, right? She just runs off like a crazy person. No, no. She's like, sixty years ago, everybody okay. in the hotel disappeared. The painter found the key. The seven gateways to hell. The house was constructed. She, and then shit. Emily senses yeah. a presence because the uh, the right. number thirty six lights she's up. She's like, again. Emily's like, right. I feel a cold spot over here. And over here, and, and they f- and also over <laughs> here, and then they the paintings there, and she like senses an energy from the painting. Oh yeah, and she's and like she walks up to the painting with her hands out. Well, no, she also tells her about room thirty six. She's like, don't go in room thirty six yeah. ever. Shan, nah, thirty six. But you know what, Shan. guys, Liza lived in New York. She she's knows not, not to believe in ghosts. Yeah, I don't know why because she's Living not Ghostbusters. She knows she's <laughs> exactly. okay. She's like, I'm. I ain't afraid of no ghosts. Ghost. She's like, especially since the Ghostbusters are back and no, Melissa McCarthy's no. saving everybody's. <laughs> no. Ghost labia. <laughs> oh my God. Schwank. So Schwank. at that point, Emily touches the painting and her hands are all bloody and mm-hmm. she starts screaming. And then this is when she runs out of the house. And then, and then Liza comes over and starts picturing her running away. Because like Liza three times. realizes that she's a ghost. Yeah, she realizes this is like oh, her. Oh, that's what happened. Like that's her, what I thought. This is her like epiphany where she's like, oh shit. She like 
Well, because she wasn't making a sound when she ran. Like why? She was like this. She was. Just, I don't is know. that why? I she, didn't know what. The I didn't fuck know was happening. She was just putting the pieces together. She was like this, yeah. guys. She was, this is what she was doing. Is that what you're supposed to believe? Wait, so she was at who was at the hotel? Like Emily was at the hotel with her. Uh huh. She freaks out, touches the painting. There's bleeding, and then she fucking runs away. And because they show us a shot of. Emily running away five times. We know <laughs> she's a ghost. You, I mean, you have and to know. And the dog, I guess, because the dog isn't I, making I guess noise. You, I guess you have to know that because she was she was the one in 1927 reading from the book mm-hmm. that there's no way she could be but that old and so still look the same. In hell, do they give you seeing eye dogs? Like, I don't understand yeah, where they get, came yeah, if from. You, I mean, Maybe. if you need them, they'll give them to you. <laughs> okay. Well, it seems like she escaped from hell. I mean, they're right. Like, right. She says, so, "I don't want to go back at so some point." Like, yeah. right? He was her protector, what, like sh- to keep the other mm. demons away. I don't know. I mean, yeah. they'll torture you in hell, but they're not like they're not cruel, so they will <laughs> you give you like yeah, 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 so, <laughs> so the next morning, what what happens? What, what's the first thing that Liza wants to do? Go to thirty six. Go to room thirty six. What you right? do? It's like pet cemetery. When like, someone tells you not to do yeah. something, yeah. it's like pet cemetery. Don't go beyond this yeah. point. Well, the next morning, well, I'm no, gonna no, go no. beyond this and point. And John the Cusack thing, was in no, no, there. The first thing Liza does when she wakes up is she falls off the bed. She hits her head on the nightstand really fucking hard. Yeah. And I'm, like, really fucking I'm like, oh my god, dude, yeah. that shit was real. Yeah, <laughs> like that was not fucking like right? that shit was real. <laughs> I love that part. Oh my god. <laughs> So she goes into room 36. She does. Yes. And she's freaking herself out. Well, like everything's the door still in there. Right. Right. Nothing has changed since right. 1920. The book is there. All the furniture's there. It's just covered. The book is there. The this paintings is, yeah, are there. And then, uh, as we said earlier, this is when you see that, like, yeah, Emily did tell her that uh, this uh, Schwick, Schwank, whatever the Schwick. fuck we're going to call him, character was killed in there. But as we saw in the beginning, he was not killed in that room. But when you, when the, she goes into this room, you see the stakes in that yeah. room. So you're kind of like, no sense. what yeah, the so fuck like, happened? The, the door like to the room slowly starts to creak and she gets freaked out mm-hmm. and like it reveals like this open closet or wardrobe or whatever. So she goes over to it and she kind of psychs herself out and it's, there's nothing there. And then she's like, all right, I got this beat. And she goes into the bathroom and that's when she sees... Like the painter there hanging mm-hmm. with mm-hmm. his all fucking waxy, plastery face or whatever. And then she goes, Bleh! and she just starts <laughs> running <laughs> towards the front door. Right into the arms of the doctor. Right into right. the right. arms He's of George there. Clooney. Thank yeah. God. Yeah. Right. Thank God, George He's Clooney. He's like, what are you freaking out about? There ain't nothing up there. What are yeah. you talking about? Yeah, and they go back up there. And of course, yeah. the guy is gone, no. but, the, but the nails are still He's on like, the nails. Damn, I love these crazy bitches because so they end all this freaky it's sex rust, shit. Yeah. Not blood. I'm going to get tetanus right uh-huh. now. Yeah, he he inspects it. the nail like it, it's going to prove her wrong or not. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no idea why, but okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everything's gone. And then um, it cuts to Emily. Emily's at the piano. Again. Playing the and he told this is where she mentions to him too that she ran into the about the emily right girl that lives in this road and again he fucking knows everyone she doesn't exist yeah and nobody the, lives and, there and this is when they notice that the book is gone oh my god this is the best part guys i want to say so then uh, liza runs um her she's walking along that um mm. the, the uh town or whatever and she walks past the bookstore yeah her and, and martin and she sees the book inside the store so she runs mm-hmm. inside and the owner tells her the books you read are safe. What's it from? I don't know. Never ending story. <laughs> <laughs> remember, remember when Bastion goes in? Mm-hmm. I do but, remember. But they're not real. It's just a story. The books you read are safe. This guy, Steph, like, you're letting me down. I just, this no, because I just remember this guy giggling the entire time. I was so distracted by him laughing to himself <laughs> the entire time. <laughs> that book's been here for two years. It's very interesting. <laughs> Nobody's <laughs> gonna buy that. 
Yeah. You know what that book's about? It's about home and gardening. <laughs> but they never show. It is the exact same book. Apparently, they couldn't afford to even just change the cover of the book to show us that it had changed. I have to rely on their inaccurate fucking dubbing to understand what's happening here with this maniacal man just fucking laughing at her. Yes. He's real greasy, though. He's real yeah, sweaty. He yeah. Well, I mean, it's Louisiana. Everyone's I mean, could you imagine sweaty. working in a bookstore in Louisiana? Because you know there's not any AC. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It must, real, it must be real musty in there. There's one thing I don't like to be. It's hot. And if there's two things I don't <laughs> like to be, it's hot and reading. <laughs> like, that is like a shanta the shanana. Uh-huh. Like, I love to read, but I don't ever, ever want to be hot and reading. No, me neither. N- yeah. No. Nah. And, and I don't ever want to be hot reading and taking a poop. No. <laughs> that's three. Th- that's like a three strikes that I'm fucking out. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. Because that's why I got to get naked when I poop, as, <laughs> as I've said many a time. And many a time. <laughs> you can't be encumbered when you're pooping. You need free range. I of need movement. to have the f- oh the flexion has to be like this. Oh man, if you got you him gotta, a pooping spread. stool. You he would man be spread in when his you poop. glory, I got, dude. I man spread like a ma fuck. You got to separate the the bojangles when you're when you're shitting. Dear I like Lord. and I and I lift the jangles up. So oh they're not touching. Like I grasp yeah. them in my hand. Right. Do yeah. You? Yeah. I grasp them. I pull the jangles up, and then I spread the legs, and I don't want my jangles touching the seat. Yeah. yeah. And then I let it out. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't yeah. have you don't have shit hanging from you. And, you then, and, then, I, and then I create a bed for my jangles <laughs> with like newspaper, and then I rest my jangles on it. It's like a nest. It's like a jangles nest. Oh I God. feel like they should create like a little cup, like a little yeah. that you guys could like put no, in like, there. Like, no, like a satin jangles nest. Yeah. <laughs> for when you shit, like a I want hammock. Mine, it's a I jangle want, hammock. Call like no, called a jangles throne. <laughs> I want mine made by an American eagle. Yeah. Just like make the nest for my jangles. Give the Give the American no. Eagle like the satin and then have him make it. Oh my God. I don't think you guys understand what things are. <laughs> and then steal it from him when it's made. Um, so <laughs> and then and then there's what you take it from him, you say, Thank you for your contribution to America. Then <laughs> you give him more satin. <laughs> God bless America. Is there like a silkworm? Like this isn't how it works. Thank you for your contribution to like the no, it's true. Oh. He's gonna be, <laughs> guys. And we can also save the uh, uh, the American Eagle population. It's like if keep, we put him to work, keep, put, put him to work. <laughs> Warehouses across the country make a jangle nest. Little Cletus wants to work. <laughs> oh my God, John, we need to go into the business. Oh Definitely. yeah, we're missing it. So, yeah, so meanwhile, jangle nest. Arthur is in the basement. Yeah, yeah. He's trying to plaster over the biggest hole in the world. <laughs> yes. And then the architect is looking for the plans to the house. Mm-hmm. Is he at the library? Or He's is it like apparently the city at a library, city it's like hall, city records something, or something yeah. like that. The guy's just like, I'm going to go on lunch. I'm going to lock everything so we'll no one here. can find you. Right. And he finds a book that has like a diagram slash plan of the house. Um, and as he's looking at it, just then he falls. Mm-hmm. There's like light, sudden lightning. Yeah. Yeah. Lightning, lightning, lightning. lightning. And he falls off the ladder. He and book is off the ladder. Like, but before he does, he like freaks out about whatever the fuck he just found. Right, because he's like, oh shit. Because the floor plans are like way, <laughs> way bigger, more right? yeah. complex yeah. than the actual hotel. Okay, yeah. that's what it was. Um, and so this this is the best part. I love this part. All the spiders. The spiders. So he's, he's this just, scene is like no. ten minutes long. <laughs> is, is, I've 
specifically wrote down, God damn it's it, like this. I can't fast forward. Five minutes of spiders <laughs> making their appearance known, yes. and then five minutes of spiders biting. Oh but they don't my like, God. It's, not like, it's not like the cicada skittering that you would no, expect. It's, it's nails on a chalkboard no, skittering. Yeah. They are like, they're, they have like a plastic bottle that they're like crushing, and then I forget the other fucking. Oh my god! No, I wrote, down, I wrote down the special effects. It's first of all, it's birds chirping, <laughs> yes. crumbling paper, and right and rusty bike chains. <laughs> and they're munching them. They're munching them. No, but the best is like because, because, you see, oh, and rubber balloons. They had to have been using fucking rubber balloons. Well, thing again. they're they're munching them because it's spider brunch. Yeah, but, but you see, it's the best because you see like one or two like actual live spiders, and then there's, and like then there's the, just fake spiders. It's the pipe, it's the pipe yeah. cleaner yes. spiders that yeah. are in the background. Yeah, and that's when they're I actually love, eating his face and biting at his. Oh my tongue. god! When they bite his tongue, guys. Oh my god! Oh best. My, but he's like. I couldn't tell what the fuck. I was like, is he supposed to be dead? He was or like still alive. alive? Yeah. Like, yeah, because his eyes were moving. Like they, they yeah. do the whole. The- Steph's, but Steph's like, he could still scream then if he's still alive. Yeah. And I was like, no, Steph, he's paralyzed. And she's like, but if he's still alive, how come he can move his eyes? I was like, no, he's paralyzed. He could fucking still he scream. No, they, make, they make it a point that like he slams his head on the ground. Yeah. yeah. So I was like, are they just moving his eyelids? And then you see, no, and then the one gets under his eyelid. Yes. You see one eye Willie's treasure map disappear. Yeah, right. and that's when I figured out what the fuck he was freaking out about because I originally I couldn't tell what was happening. I do love the amount of gore. I appreciate it. Yeah, yes. oh, I love it. I mean, it's it's super obvious it's latex, but it's still oh, like, it's so the amount machine. of time. Like they ma- they make it intentional that like he's moving his tongue and it's a real tongue, and then I they like, to the yeah. spider yeah. going into his mouth. I also think it's hilarious how they try to do this thing. It doesn't come across good at all, but I see what Lucy Vulture was trying to do, where. It was supposed to be the spider crawling across the actual eyeball But it was itself, underneath the camera. But it was under, yeah, yeah the camera. Yeah, yeah. Yes. That shit. And, and I was yeah. like, nah, dude. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Well, that's like in the next scene where somebody has their hand on this bitch's face and they're trying to do it like from her perspective. Yeah. But I thought her fucking that eyes are Her eyes are closed. It doesn't work. Yeah. I mean, that one's a little more clear. But yeah. this one... It doesn't work at all, the no. spiders. But yeah, yeah, I saw exactly what he was trying to do at the time, but yeah, yeah I understand. Yeah. So the doctor shows up at Emily's house because um, he wants to investigate this uh, blind woman. Yeah, he pries open the door because um, it's all nailed shut. Yeah. It doesn't look. It doesn't look anything like it did when he yeah. went there. When Emily and Liza went there, it looks nothing yeah. like no, that. It's all like there was like a fire inside. Yeah. Like yeah. All, everything's all dilapidated. Which I, doesn't make any like. I couldn't tell at this point if she was supposed to have been living there and had the book there. Or if she was supposed to be the person at the hotel that night that they were attacked. Right, it's not clear. It's just weird. I think she was the, just, she lived across the street and she was reading the book across yeah, the yeah, street. Yeah, where did she get happened. the book? It yeah, doesn't don't make, make sense. It. You don't know the backstory. Because she's clearly not there when the fucking mob goes no, through. No, they're, they're, they're totally unrelated. That's why But I think they were weird. trying to say the whole town well, the guys, was cursed. Now that we did this movie, yeah. we must do the other two of the So are they actual sequels? trilogy. You must watch. Mm-hmm. Shanna. It's been so long since I've Shanna. seen both of those. Shanna, to the Shanna, Shanna, so to when the he Shanna. goes in, the book is there. And then he starts right. reading from it, and then... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he opens to the same passage. Yeah. The hidden seven gates. Back so at the hood, what? Martha goes to 
room yeah. 36. Yeah, Mar- Martha Stewart. She's tidying up oh in there. Oh my God, this part. And she Ugh. goes into the tub and she's like, oh my God, there must be a bunch Biggest of- thing of hair. Must be a bunch of pubes in this tub. Joe's pubes. Joe's pubes are in there. Dude, yeah. she pulls out a fucking fistful of Joe pubes. She what? didn't wear any gloves. No, she rolled her sleeve up. Yeah, when you're Italian- Does that look like a woman that would wear gloves? Exactly. <laughs> First yeah. off, that's a rough Italian also, bitch. if she came with the hotel, she would fucking know not because to go Because you know what 36. she's gonna do? She's gonna go downstairs after she's done getting that pubes out of that drain. She's gonna make some fucking goddamn ricots with their hands. Oh. If, if they get came the, with get the, the hotel, if right they came with the, here's my theory. If, if they came with the hotel, then like Emily, they're already dead right. too. That's yeah. what I just thought too. But they don't yeah. get the milk eyes, so they're not this. Yeah. I don't think it has the anything others. to do with milk eyes. Yeah, so I, is pe- I, th- I think milk eyes is people that have seen hell. You're incorrect. Did you write the screenplay for this? Do you know? Yes, I did. So she pulls uh-huh. out the wad of hair or whatever it is, and then the water drains, and fucking Joe's body is there. Oh my god! When they first showed Joe, yeah, it's he's groaning, but it sounds like a fart. It's like yes, <laughs> it's that like, was like fart. Joe has arrived. <laughs> I was like, is this spooky? It is. Like, it was like it was like the worst. It's a great scene, though. Any yeah. any any scene, any horror movie scene where there's fetid water and a corpse rising out of it. Yeah. I love I'm on board. Yeah. I like. I'm, I'm on board. I love that he was like hiding there. He's like surprised. Nice. I was like, why the fuck is Joe the plumber back yeah. again? Think about it. Is he trying to hit that ass again? <laughs> One last about. time? Joe was at the morgue, so then he took the train, he took the bus back yeah. to the, he got, he got some tokens. No, he just took the elevator from the morgue. Yeah, he took <laughs> yeah. the secret sliding board from the morgue yeah. to the fucking house. Mm-hmm. But I like how he went from laying in the water yeah. to sitting up to being out of the tub and walking towards her yeah. in like two seconds. But he was still at the same time very slow. And I'm she, like, oh God, what's she, he going to do? Oh, those, she had more than enough time to get out of there. And also, scary. his face was like so oh, green and like swollen. His eyes. He had looking. squinty eyes. But yeah. then the rest of from the neck down was normal flesh. They did that color. the whole That's movie like, though. Yeah. At the end with the zombies, yeah. they only right. that one guy with the fucking forehead. Yeah. Like, no. I, know, I know we haven't delved into this much, but Jessup knows like every Italian zombie movie. That's it. Oh, every wow. single oh my yeah. God. Face yeah. all fucked up. Close fine. Guys, yeah. if we ever do burial grounds, <laughs> just you're in for a real treat. Well, I'm just thinking of uh, Nightmare City. Oh, Nightmare, Nightmare City, City is like, like that. that. I call them pizza face zombies. Yeah, you got like mud they look, face. They look like burnt marshmallows. Yes. Mm-hmm. It looks like someone got fucking expanding foam and just burn it on yeah, someone's face. Who's the main yeah. character in Nightmare, Nightmare City? The Sticks. Stiglitz. So, so Joe, like, he approaches her and this scene is like forever too because oh, he, forever. he grabs her face and it's just like oh, every angle, the, the camera yes. angle of, the, of him, them showing like him pushing her head back and the nail sticking out of the wall, which by the way, it's like, flat, oh no, what's going Sticking out of the wall. That's what yeah. makes it better. And then finally, he Full pushes force. her head back, and it's the Through nail the suddenly is long enough that it pops her <laughs> Through her skull and yes. pops out her eyeball. Yes, I love it. Which I don't care. It's cool. It's it amazing. Is. It's scene. So no, it's so good. good. It's so good. I love Fulci's. Fulci's gore. This movie in particular has so many like great, yeah. great, and I guarantee great, you, great fucking scenes. I guarantee you, they wrote some of those scenes specifically to to do those gore scenes. And then wrote everything else around them. Oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, I want to yeah. do a scene where we push a woman's eyeball out the side of her head. All right, how do we make that happen? Oh, Let's my God, this. the yeah. ginger head explosion. Oh, that's the best. Oh, no, so good. No, but when the eye pops out, it's not just that the eye pops out, then a fountain of bloody, of bloody water just starts spurting out of it oh, as, as well. As one does, yes. yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's amazing. And then the doctor's back at the giant lab. Yeah, he finds the, the, the symbol. Mm-hmm. On uh, on Schweik, on Schweik, 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 Schweik. He finds a symbol, and he's also Schweik. like he, quoting the book to himself in he, his head. Well, he, again, back when when Emily or uh, Liza sees the uh, painter in the bathroom, she said that like he was he was nailed there, 
and he doesn't believe her for whatever fucking reason. Mm-hmm. So he goes back and like looks at the body and finds the nail marks mm-hmm. in both his wrists, and he's like, oh, okay. Which doesn't make sense later on because he goes back to her later on and is like, I don't believe anything you just said, even though I have the book, mm-hmm. right. I have this right, evidence, right, 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 right. I've seen the rune like six times, but I don't believe you. He's, like, yeah. he's like, Emily, I mean, uh, Liza, how about Shannon everything? And what does he say here in his head? It's like the day the gates of hell are open is the day the dead will walk again or something. Yeah, something like that. He's like, he's like, I don't know. I just want to. I want to take what the what the Jorge Romero said. And I want to kind of just put a little twist on why it. Why didn't they open sixty years ago when they nailed this dude? Well, I think that's why they. That I think that's why they killed him. But I don't. Who the fuck? Does he, he was going to protect them, but they killed him, and I don't understand why. Yeah. But yeah, don't question. Don't question the master of of vulture. <laughs> so it comes back to Emily at her house with Dickie. She's just playing the piano again. Oh, my God. She's like, have you heard this song? Oh, you have? Like, eight other times before? But, oh, one more time. We're going to hear it again. And then she she you know, starts to hear noises all around her, and then mm-hmm. she starts yelling, like, who's there? Like, she can sense somebody's around. And then he's fucking standing there behind her in the one scene. Breathing mm-hmm. so That's heavy. It's actually a really cool scene. It is the, a really cool scene. All the zombies scene. standing yeah. about the yeah, room. Yeah, because as she's but they're nowhere near her. Yeah. But she's freaking the fuck yeah. out. Yeah. Well, because she can sense them. And as she's like turning and you, then you see like yeah, they're, all, they're all there. Ghost yeah. dog attacks, a.k.a. Forrest Whitaker. <laughs> you never saw that movie Ghost yes, Dog? Yes, I did see Ghost Dog. Ghost Farce, dog attacks. Forrest Whitaker. This is a dumb joke. Um, so she falls down as she's like whatever flailing around and she feels a foot. And, and she then knows she says, that painter. no schwike, I don't want to go back. Right, it's where she keeps saying, I don't want to go back. And she's like, I back. did what you told me to do. What? Did they send you there to warn that chick to fucking leave? Yeah, I don't know. Because that doesn't make or sense. Or she read from the book or something. She, yeah. I guess they just, I guess Schwank wanted her to just leave to make it easier for the gate to just be opened and stop meddling. I don't but know. he wanted to protect the gate, so I don't understand that. Who, who? Swank. I don't get that. Right, so when, when, they, were, when they were going to kill him, he's like, no, I'm the only one that can save you guys. What are you talking about? Right, but I think now, I think now he's actually just possessed by the demons. So he's uh, not, so like now he's just like, he's just cray cray now. It's not, like, I got plaster face, I'm pissed off now. Mm-hmm. It's not really just and him. This is the best part. So she starts yelling for Dickie to attack. Oh, that yeah, dog mm-hmm. fucks somebody up. I don't yeah. know yeah. who. Yeah. He attacks Schweik, I think. Right? I think what happens mm-hmm. is the dog attacks. The dog gets possessed. Gets, gets possessed, killed. Or, or possessed. Gets killed. Yeah. And then turns on her because he was, dies. It went back to her. I was like, does it have a wound on it? It had like a huge wound yeah. on but its But then head. when they showed a close up, there was like nothing on the yeah. dog. There was maybe right. a little red paint. And the dog seemed normal, but yeah. then suddenly lunges at her throat. Because she was like, good boy, But if she's already dead, then what difference does screaming. Well, I meant like possessed by like the evil demons or spirits or whatever. Well, I guess he was going to take her back. By killing her, I don't yeah. know. And he rips her fucking ear off. Yeah, like that was my only problem with the score is they could not get the fucking blood flow right. No, it was just like spurting. Yeah, like, no, it was, every, I think it was that's intentional. Yeah, I liked it. It was I mean, it's for the time. Yeah. For the time, that was yeah. That's I mean, you just had to have well, excess. What, for okay, the time. what year was it? Nineteen eighty one. Okay, eighty one. Uh, I mean, when was when was like, like Day of the Dead and all that shit? Eighty five. Okay. A day, a day of the dead was eighty five. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I mean, put this in comparison to other movies with eighty one. Eighty one at the time, I can't even put anything. Dawn of the next Dead was what? Dawn of the Dead was seventy nine. I think. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Which so, is where we get the. the I mean, and the if you put this next here. side to Dawn of the Dead, Dawn of the Dead is comical compared to yeah. this. Dawn of the Dead is like when you look at the blood in Dawn of the Dead, it's like paint red, yeah. and the zombies are blue. Yeah. Yeah. So like blue paint. This is actually places. more realistic in okay. comparison. Yeah. Well, he was trying to be serious with this movie. There's no like humor yeah. in this whatsoever. Um, so back at the hotel, the phone is ringing, and um, it's, oh, hold on, guys, what? I want to say real quick. 
What? L- uh, Liza's in the basement real quick. Yeah. And she's grabbed by uh, Arthur. Oh, Arthur. Arthur. Yeah. And this is Steph's number one question. <laughs> Jess, where is all this water coming from? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it bothered me. She, the paused, whole movie. She, paused, she paused it. And she said, he had to ask me that question. But it was funny. Didn't make any sense. And then she runs upstairs to George Clooney's arms yet again. 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 Right. He's always the non-believer. There. Yeah. He breaks yeah, up. Yeah, this is when he says, like, you're making up stories and stuff, he's even like, though he's, he's connected all the dots. Who exactly. are you? What was that fucking about? He breaks the news to her about, like, uh, Emily's house being empty, and he found the book there. The book that he he claims, like, that she left it there on purpose for him to find and read. Right. Which makes no sense. No. And then he, he tells her that the hotel is one of the seven gateways to hell. And then right when he tells her that, all fucking hell breaks yes. loose in the yes. house. Thunder, starts, lightning, wind. Starts like crumbling. And then they get the fuck out. And as they're leaving, like all this water kind of like pulls up from the basement. And like no, the, the blood, wait, wait, blood wait. is like spurting. Lucio was and... like, I, I, I got to call somebody. Mm-hmm. Do, 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 do. Yo, Dario, yeah. You know that movie Phenomenon you made? You know where, where all that wind happens and stuff? Can I borrow that wind for this movie? <laughs> and like, I was like, I, you can borrow that wind for this movie. He's, it's like, cool. he's like, send me a wave file. <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Thank you. Appreciate it. And yeah, so like the, the like blood is like splashing on them a little bit. Like it's like, it's like No, it's like raining blood indoors. Yeah, yep. And then the painting is bleeding right. when they show the painting. I got two. Oh, God. Right. And the, well, God, no, sorry, that's going. it. Then keep, they drive away. Oh, no, no. They go outside. Yeah. Two movies here. All right. I mean, I mean, one movie that, that they got inspiration for. When they go outside, what did it remind you of? When they go outside, the shot of the house. Where the dead are like, it's all the lights are on. Yeah, and the silhouettes and stuff. Alone. Yes! Yeah. Yeah. That's yes, the first the party. Yes. yes. That's all I thought. Oh my God. The, alone, dude. the Christmas tree. It was like the wet bandits. <laughs> oh my God. And then it was like that scene. Dude. I was just like... <laughs> That's a creepy ass fucking shot. It's awesome, dude. That is a creepy ass fucking shot. Every light in the like each room comes on. That's one at a time. He does stuff like that. Like his cinematography in this movie makes it feel like a way, way, way more expensive movie than it is. Right. I really, really like. Yeah, it's really really good. I really love that and the lighting and stuff like that. That's what I'm talking about when I when I say like it feels like it's a more expensive movie than it is because he does stuff. His cinematography and his shots and stuff like that make it seem like he knows what he's doing as a filmmaker like right. you see you see movies that are more expensive and people don't know what the fuck they're yeah. doing you know that's what i meant earlier when i was saying stuff like that 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 shot i love as a as someone who watches movies and appreciates stuff that shot alone made me come in my pants i'm sure because it is it's real creepy yeah mm-hmm. oh it is it's super you see creepy. all like the little silhouettes like moving around the house and yeah, yeah it was like was there alone. another movie he took inspiration from no or just home alone. okay <laughs> no i was saying home alone, <laughs> home alone took inspiration from, from <laughs> okay. this movie they're like oh two scenes what bandits and that scene okay like, <laughs> So they they're driving through the town to the hospital, and they notice that like there are Nobody's there, there, are, there are no people it's around. A ghost town. Yeah, and the hospital they show up the hospital and it's empty. The phone mm-hmm. lines are dead, mm-hmm. and Liza's like bleeding all of a sudden. Right? Like, yeah, all that was weird. Yeah, and then she and she's like freaked out because she's bleeding, and she starts backing up, and behind her is just like a glass pain. I don't know what. Yeah, and suddenly like a partition, like it, all these zombies it shatters, and their zombies are trying to mm. grab her. And Clooney doesn't even think twice. He picks up the gun and starts mm-hmm. blindly. He doesn't even aim. He's like this. No. Bloom, bloom, bloom. First off, bleedy this, black, is, this, bleedy is a, black. this is like a six-shot revolver. Yes. He fires like 50 fucking yeah. times. Yeah, but he just pours the bullets down into the rob- robber <laughs> hole. And there's so it. many times where he's just like, 
one shot one shot to the head and then later with plaster face he's like i can't figure out where to shoot you he's like, yeah, he's like, nipple shot nipple Why shot nipple won't shot you die? I mean, he's just, first off i like how it's like it's almost like uh it's almost like a, a cartoon like roadrunner like and shit where like when the zombie gets shot in the head they like take a second to think about it and they're like uh, yes. <laughs> you know, it is. It's like it's well. It's like exactly. Well, Romero does that. It, in his yeah, movies. it's like it's like, it's like Dawn of the Dead because yeah. like this. They have to react to it. Yeah, and then they have to fall. They have to fall they over. Blink rapidly in the. It death. is. It's funny. And then um, what happens? Oh yeah, this part's funny because uh, Clooney's like blindly shooting, blindly shooting. Mm-hmm. He doesn't give He's a like, shit. Get to the elevator. Liza just ditches the shit yeah, out of him. Yeah. She's she, like John Hurt. Never mind. <laughs> she, she gets on the elevator. She gets on the elevator. She leaves his ass. He locks himself in a room. She goes upstairs. She finds Punky Brewster. So she ends up in the morgue. Yeah, yes. yeah. yeah right. the best place to be because all these rooms are connected to the yeah. morgue. And uh, Jill, why is Jill there? Just crying no, in the corner. Knows. That doesn't make any sense. No. Clooney knows. finds Harris, the mustached uh, other dude that works. Norris, Mustache- Mustache- Chuck Norris. Yes. Exactly. Chuck yeah, like, he is Chuck Norris. I was like, at first, I couldn't tell if he was possessed or not because he was acting fucking he was weird, weird yeah. when he went through there. That I was like, oh, he's fine. But then, for whatever reason, when the zombies come in and he starts shooting at the zombies, he's holding on to his shoulder the whole <laughs> right. fucking time. Yeah. At first, I thought like at first I. Thought thought Clooney was holding his hand, but he no, was just holding his shoulder. It yeah. didn't make any sense. I was like, is he steadying himself? Is he like At, holding him back? Oh my like, God, this scene, if guys. If I get you yeah. through this, I'm going to sh- like get it in the butt for So you. what happens? A window shatters. Yes. Yeah. And the then best. the shards of Why? glass go it, into his face. Because it explodes inward. Right. And yeah, and then why did that happen? He didn't shoot Guys, I don't fucking care why it happened. (laughs) I'm just glad it happened because it's fucking amazing. There can be only one Chuck Norris. If there's if there's anything I could pick apart in this, it's like the paper mache fucking head that they use for this glass. Oh no, it's so good. Paper mache that happens. When it happens, I was just happy. I was elated. They had to have better technology at this point than paper. Guys, he was stretching it. It was great. It was great. I mean, it was cool. It was the apex of filmmaking. When I saw when I saw when I saw that scene, I was just like, I paused it and I was like, and I was like, this is what I did. I just did name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit for Lucio Fulch. I was like, well, when you post this episode to announce it, I think that needs to be the screenshot. I was like, God rest his soul. So the elevator comes down again. Suddenly the zombies are gone and the elevator comes down again. Yeah. And then it's Liza and Ginger in the elevator. Yeah. And John steps in. And this is when I think, I think they thought the camera was off them or the camera was off. Yes, I saw that. Because the the door slowly slides shut. And as it's sliding shut, like John's reaching into his pocket and he's pulling out uh, more, more bullets for the gun. Yes. But he turns, he, he, he brings a cylinder open to reload the gun, but he There's pulls the gun and he puts the bullet into the, to, into the barrel. And he's like, like a split you, second. He's like, Fulch, you like that? And, like, and the girl smiles. You and see the, her and the, smile And the girl him. looks over at him and smiles. So I think they thought like the camera was off them by <laughs> yeah, that point or something. Yeah, nobody thought that. He's like, I'm gonna fuck you tonight for that joke. Hmm? We fucked tonight? She's, mm-hmm. she's like, we fuck. So go back and watch that scene. It's pretty fucking hilarious. So they end up back in the morgue. Of course, again, because this elevator right? goes to the morgue. Only which, to the morgue. <laughs> this is where I said, like, this is a doorway and all, it's an elevator. All, yeah, 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 no all points lead. To, it's like when you go yeah. to a hospital and there's signs that, that point to different directions. In this hospital, everything leads to the morgue. Yeah, mm-hmm. you just you have to walk through the morgue as a new visitor to right, like, right, right, get your card. It's like, oh, you have to go to the cafeteria? Go through the morgue. Yeah, you have to go through the morgue. <laughs> oh, you have to use the bathroom? Just go through the morgue. Go through the morgue. Um, and so they're they're like going through the morgue and you see like one of the bodies is starting to move mm-hmm. through the through the body the yeah. clear body, the clear bag. body using bag. his little yeah. finger to get out of there right. right and then suddenly he just he sits up and he grabs liza 
Mm-hmm. Um, then they open the, a door and Schweik is there. Yeah. What's behind door number two? Schweik. And right. then Ginger attacks Liza. Right, just suddenly nowhere. she attacks. And he's like, I can't, I, for the life of me, I can't hit Schweik at all, but I'm going to brain this. No, dude, dude, that's crazy. A, I was just going to say, like, sh- like, yeah. He just turns around Clooney, and was like, nah. Clooney cannot grasp the headshot no. at all. But the second the Ginger gets out of line, bliggity blap <laughs> yeah. in the fucking yeah. head. He collapses her and skull. And that in. is a fucking hollow tip bullet that he uses yeah. on that bitch. Because her fucking head yeah. is a fucking goddamn vine ripe tomato. That oh, shit yeah. fucking explodes. And G- he gingers are very he- fragile. He doesn't hesitate at all either. No. He no. Just- He's like, well, this is happening now. Yeah. <laughs> that probably yeah. like, caught me off guard. I Don't go it. after my piece of ass. That scene, and this is like, this is why like I am sad. Like, I'm, well, I'm happy Melissa saw this movie because that is like, as far as like hit explosions go, top it's ten. Good. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> yeah, it's good. But Melissa didn't watch Scanners, and that is like number one head explosion. Number, in scanners. One, number yeah. one head explosion. But yeah, by far. Uh, well, at least she did see this one because that's 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 up there. That's like probably in the in top five. Well, most can watch Scanner. She just has to watch the first 10 minutes of it, then you can fast forward. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fast forward through the rest to get to the very end of Scanners yeah. where there's the fight, and then that's mm-hmm. it. Correct. Yeah. All right, so they're like, they're getting chased out of the morgue, and they end up going down the same spiral staircase that yep. you know leads into the basement of the hotel, right. and suddenly they're in the basement of the hotel again, so right. you know something's fucking oh weird. Oh, God. And they're and like, going on. holy shit, all you hear is like all the zombies. Yes. Why would you walk weird, towards that, though? Weird noises. Uh, yeah, well. Doesn't it, it didn't sound inviting to you? No. Yeah. No? no. And then there's like a lot of, there's like a well, smoke machine in the right, basement. there's like yeah. a bright light coming yeah. through yeah, this, the smoke. this Was there still the water, wall? or was it dry at this point? I, I think there was water. I did like this scene. I like what they did with the subterranean part. I liked it a lot, actually. I thought it was Really, really Where they well showed done. the same exact shot like five times. No, I mean like just what they did with like the underground part where it was dark and yeah. like I like the scene. I like just I just liked it I because it cool. you you almost thought like why is that a good place that they're going to right because the, yeah. light, the light was so bright in there and they were right. in this dark watery basement. You yeah. think they're like escaping, right? But they're not. No mm-hmm. psych. Nah. <laughs> so they, they end up. They they start, the painting. They start running further and further, but they're not really getting anywhere yeah. in this place. Right. And I love when they realize like where they are, I guess, and they start. They're like turning, like looking each way, mm-hmm. turning around. And, and every every shot is the painting. Yeah. Where they came from is right. gone. Right. Like, they're they're right. stuck there, and we're assuming they're in hell. Right. Yes. Yeah. And then yeah. They, there's a voiceover again. Oh my god! I want to say the voiceover. Mm-hmm. Good. And you will see. Hold on. And you will face the sea of darkness and all therein that may be explored. And if you buy a flash pass, (laughs) you will be escorted to the front of the line. This year we will have a Batman vs. Superman flying roller coaster that will punish your testicles for (laughs) all eternity. Well, and at this point, they have milk eyes. Dragon scale eyes. And then they look up and he's like... (gasps) And then what happens when they have milk eyes? The ends. Yeah, it's so good, yeah, right? And then they, then it shows like another scene in the painting. And, and then like, George, God Clooney, damn, it's the same. George Clooney's like, I'm so thirsty after that roller coaster. And the woman at this concession stand's like, five dollars for a water. <laughs> no, but I just have to say that I really love this part though. Like when they're looking around because the, their fear does seem pretty genuine. Like they're freaking the fuck no, out, right? Before, and then like they're looking, panicking, and then they have the I goddamn like, yeah. milk eyes. Is this before they run at the camera, all Baywatch? Their milk eyes are weird though because it does look like old semen like yeah. 
Well, you can tell they're like really thick contacts, yeah. and yeah. they do yes. not look comfortable. Yeah, it looks like whatsoever. more like it looks more like yellow nail like, yeah, like yeah. yeah. And then yeah, and it does look like it's like, like so contacts. Scaly but I do something. like it. It's oh, cool. Yeah. It is yeah. neat. And I imagine those things were not comfortable in eighty one. No. Holy no. shit, no. man! Like if if fucking if the, they weren't it, comfortable in eighty seven with the Lost Boys, yeah, you think was, they were comfortable? I was just now? gonna say no. like that was probably just like putting a razor blade in your eyes, like just a little. Just that's what gave the guy cancer, probably. Exactly. He's like, we're putting straight radon in your eye. Just for a little bit. Yeah. They work, though. I love it. Yeah, they worked. I mean, just for a little cancer. Just a little bit of cancer. It's worth it. All right. So the parent's guide for this movie is pretty short. Uh, Violence and gore. A woman's head is slammed into a spike, causing it to exit through her eye. A woman's face is melted off with acid. There are many gunshots to the heads and bodies of zombies. A zombified little girl's forehead is blown off by a gunshot through the back of her head. A woman's throat and half her face is ripped out by a dog. Lots of bloodshed. Lots. A man's face is mutilated by tarantulas. His lips, nose, and tongue are all ripped up in close-up view. (laughs) A man falls from a scaffolding, causing him to bleed from the mouth. I have Ebola. A man is stabbed in the face by pieces of broken glass. Ah, it hurts. Blood squirts. Hold on, he wasn't stabbed. They it's, fucking... They, yeah. It's, just, yeah. it's just paper mache. <laughs> a man's eyes are gouged out, seen in a close-up. Ah, you ever have put olives on your finger? A man is viciously tortured to death. He is whipped with chains, crucified with stakes to the arms, and his body melted with a boiling hot liquid substance. I thought that was supposed to be like um I thought it was plaster. Uh, no, no, no. It was it's like that fucking lie shit, like lime or yeah, something, lie. whatever the fuck you call it. Mm-hmm. That's what it is. Like what they I did think that's in what fucking. Ebert says that they used, but that's I don't what know. what I said to you, lie, and you were like, no, no, not lie, lie, not, not lie, lie is like what they lime. used in um Fight Club, where he put lie on his hand and burned yeah. the shit out of his hand. That's what it was. It was a liquid. It was a liquid. Isn't lie a powder? I thought it was. Well, too. you can just mix it with stuff, and it instantly will melt. It you. was like why would that be in a in a tin in a basement? They, they brought it with them. It probably wouldn't be. On the boats. <laughs> well, I mean, they just borrowed the plaster. The plaster makes it. more sense. Why would there be boiling plaster? It's not plaster. And the Zeppelin. No way it's plaster. It was something to do with corpses or something. Yeah, I don't know. That's why it melted them. Mm-hmm. Maybe it was cum. I mean, it my, could have been. I mean, best, just here's my, here's, my two, here's my two guesses. Number mm-hmm. one, New England clam chowder. <laughs> number two, semen. Lie. <laughs> All right. Uh, profanity, very mild. Just a few uses of hell. I say, fuck you, you bitch, whole cunt. Rag. But it was hell in like the place, right, not, not the like, swear. Right. Yeah. So it's not a profanity. You can go straight to H E the block, dick. Alcohol, drug, smoking, some drinking. I drink just it. when they were at that bar. Yeah. Listen, I'm going to put this bottle in your rectum. Frightening and intense scenes. There aren't very many truly scary scenes. What? I disagree. Uh, but the high amount of graphic, bloody gore, and other nasty images may gross out or disturb some viewers. Yes. It may gross you out a little bit. All right. So um, what does everyone rate it? Uh, Jess, why don't you go first? It's a fucking 10. <laughs> 100% 10. No fucking way. It's not a 10. Get the fuck out of my face if you say it's not a 10. Go away. <laughs> it's a <laughs> oh shit! Oh man! All right, John. Uh, it's an eight point five. I just thought like some of the stuff was convoluted. Like some of the stuff we picked up earlier. Just yeah. I mean it. It could have been just the the editing, but other than that, I really fucking I think, enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, 
I think for Lucio Fulci, con- the convolution comes with the territory yeah. for most of his stuff. Um, I think they were trying to, I don't know if they were intentionally trying to make it deeper than what it was or just the fact that yeah. after editing, it just didn't come out right. That, but yeah, Fulci, when Fulci, either way, when, I was on board. When Fulci started going down the horror route, because when you watch a lot of his earlier stuff, like he did, um, right, he wasn't initially a horror director. No, not at all. He was like, he did some like spy, like secret agent stuff and he did some Westerns and then hmm. he started deciding he was going to go down the horror road and. I don't necessarily know that like Lucio Fulci was ever like a great, amazing director, but I really appreciate what he tried to do for horror. It's really cool. Um, I really, really like a, a select number of his movies um, that I watched at certain points in my life. The Beyond, in particular, uh, of course, like Zombie, House by the Cemetery, House yeah. by the Cemetery. Um, you know, and there's and there's like a you know a bunch of other ones in there, but. They they fall into the ranks of like Argento for me. I don't think um, for other people that might watch them, they're not like people would wouldn't say they're great movies. But for me, they're amazing movies. Um, I watched them when I was younger, and they're I could watch them over and over and over again. When we were watching the Beyond, I was like, I fucking love this movie so much. It's yeah. great. It's creepy. It's strange. It's weird. Um, I think I'm I'm gonna go with uh with John on this one. I think I'm gonna give it an eight point five as well. Yeah. Um, I mean, I know that I watched it before. I don't. I didn't remember anything. Like, I remembered certain like images. I remembered um, Emily. Like, I remembered her eyes and the ginger. For some reason, she really stood out for me. But I, I don't remember anything about the movie. So it was like I watched it for the first time, um, and I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really great. I loved the gore. I loved how like over the top it was. Um, I, I don't know. I, I just it was so really, a lot of, really uh, enjoyable movie. There's a lot of odd elements to come together to make a Lucio Fulci movie. Like a lot of his movies are the way a lot of his movies are and not and they don't always come together in a good way but you can still yeah. appreciate that he tried to do something like i i appreciate the fact that they actually went to louisiana to film yeah which, i mean i mean watching pieces and you're like yeah it's supposed to be a, a college but it's it's a it's a mansion yeah, yeah. well you know what's real I, I really enjoy with like some of these especially like these italian directors is what, how they interpret americans i think it never really is quite like it's like a caricature of like Americans, well, I don't think you they know, ever, and like, well, and I also think the dubbing comes across yeah, really terrible. Yeah. It's I a, mean, it's the dubbing that it fails. If you think about yeah. it, like in this movie, like very little time is spent in town. So like right. very little mm-hmm. of what's Americana or Louisiana yeah. comes out because it's so focused on the plot. Right. So like they just gloss over something that we would normally like spend time on. Yeah. If yeah. it was here, it's not spent time on. Right. Whatsoever. Mm-hmm. 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 All right then. What did the IMDb get? No, no, no. Six point nine out of ten. Just close. So better than Melissa. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Well, my problem. Well, I don't have nostalgia. I don't have like I don't know who any of these fucking people are. Melissa, you're learning. I just now. sit here. Listen, and I that's watch why you're on the, the show. That's why you're on the show. And I fucking give you my honest truth. No, 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 no. Listen, hold on. I want to say something real quick. All right. So the say you love same podcast. That is what is good about this podcast. For, for that is the reason why we when I started this podcast. Um, say you love Satan podcast. Say you love Satan. It's like me making you guys watch movies and of course we all pick movies this was john's pick mm-hmm. um but it's like it's like it's a good way it's a good way for each of us to watch movies that uh we haven't seen before i haven't I've, seen this movie before i've seen a lot most of these movies but i have probably the biggest horror background of all but it's really yeah. cool i like hearing everybody's take on these movies mm-hmm. that's the reason we do it i mean 
it would be really fucking stupid if we all had the same opinion about all these movies. So yeah. I, 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 think, right. I think it's really cool. Yeah. That's the reason we do this podcast, guys. And my problem with it was the dubbing and the fact that the story made no fucking sense at all. If it had just made a little bit <laughs> Melissa, there was more a, sense, Melissa, I would have been fine with it. There was a gateway to hell underneath this hotel. <laughs> I just, <laughs> just yeah. needed it to be a little better. Melissa was like, when was like Bubba Gunk going to come out of the gateway? And be like, Lieutenant Diane, now you have yeah. legs because hell opened up. Yeah. All right, Jessup. So I believe it is your uh, pick from the Monster Head Lottery. The Monster Head Lottery. You are quite right, Stephanie. You are fucking quite right. (laughs) I have the Monster Head Lottery in my hands right now. I'm going to dig my hand inside of it like a deranged gynecologist. It's time. It's time. Time for the big giveaway. Halloween has come. All you lucky kids with silver shamrock masks, gather round your TV set, put on your masks, and watch. All witches, all skeletons, all jack-o'-lanterns, gather round and watch. Watch the magic pumpkin. Watch. (laughs) I'm inside. I'm deep inside. I'm digging my hand inside. Swirling up. Mm-hmm. Are there spiders in here? What is that noise? <laughs> <laughs> Something creepy's in the room. I don't know. I don't want them to stick together. I don't want to really mix them the fuck. This better be a good thing. Oh my god, can you please pull that shit? What's happening <laughs> over there? I'm really trying to mix it. I feel th- like your dick's I mixed in them up there earlier, through really the good. bottom and you're just jacking right, it. Guys, I got one. I got it, guys. Okay. Just one. Okay, guys. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm really scared. <laughs> Our next movie. From Angela Okaney. <laughs> I totally <laughs> fucked that up. Basket case. Oh, oh my god. god. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I'm prepared because uh, I know about the elms. The original basket case, guys. So, uh, Melissa, if you hated brain damage, you're gonna I'm fucking gonna hate, hate this. this fucking movie. I have read some things. Uh, the things you've read are all accurate. <laughs> all right, guys. If you go to our website, you will notice that there is a tab um, where you can leave us a voicemail, and we will be uh, introducing a new feature on this episode called "Spill Your Guts," where we will play back some of these amazing messages you leave for us. And Jesse has said, no matter how sick and depraved you are, you will get to hear it. We will play all of your messages. So right now, enjoy some of the messages on Spill Your Guts. Spill your guts. Tell us everything. 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 Okay, I'll talk. Say you love Satan crew. What's up? This is your friend, 
Rick out here in the lovely, lovely, hot as hell Sacramento, California. Movie recommendations. I know there can possibly be a few. Uh, one actually, it's not really 80s, more like kind of the early 90s. I think Body Parts with Jeff Fahey would be pretty badass to go back and take a look at. Uh, maybe even the original Hitcher. Uh, you guys have done Night of the Creeps. You guys have done Near Dark. You guys have done so many other good ones. Um, yeah, just keep it up. Anyway, uh, respect, love, keep it satanic. And I'm going to be, I don't know what I was going to say right there. Something about short satanic shorties worldwide, but I'm going to show these satanic shorties worldwide something. I love you guys. You guys are fucking great. And you guys keep being sexy or get the sexy vampires. Hail Satan. Keep doing the devil's work. All right. Love you guys. Hello, governor. This is Kelsey from Little Press on the Prairie. Well, that was really stupid. Oh, I'm sorry. Peck. Just calling in to say hello and that I love Satan. <laughs> Good evening. Edith is here to read you a limerick. Calm the fuck down. It's only five lines. It's also by Edward Gorey. There was a young curate whose brain was deranged from the use of cocaine. He lured a small child to a copse dark and wild, or he beat it to death with his cane. Hi guys, it's Lisette. I am in the dark in the woods where I have a fairly decent Wi-Fi signal. I've, um, I've tried this so many times, I'm kind of going into this just thinking this totally isn't even going to work. Uh, it just doesn't. We have a super bagged out bandwidth on the farm and it just can't, it can't upload and send fucking anything apparently. Um, but anyways, I figured it's a good night to try again. <laughs> um, so I sort of don't know what to say other than that because I kind of think this isn't even going to work. Um... Fearless Vampire Killers has been my favorite movie since I was a little kid. I was just, I watch it every birthday. Uh, my parents got me, my dad had on VHS, my parents got me a DVD, my brother has the record, like it's just, um, oh fuck, the soundtrack, the opening with the ghoul and the blood drop and all the characters and I can hear that weird kind of bass line when he's riding Coffin down the hill. It's just, I, I love Roman Polanski's movies anyways, but that one is just the best and I always have I've just been so in love with Sharon Tate and uh, like also the movie Roman Polanski made after Feels family, like after Sharon Tate was murdered um, in the Manson murders uh, and his, his unborn child, which is so sad. Um, he did Macbeth, and it, that his version of Macbeth is one of my favorite Shakespeare to film uh, adaptations ever. And they had apparently on set they were saying that he was going too over the top with the madness and the violence 
and everything. And he just said, look, I know violence. My fat, you should have seen my house last summer. Like, it's just like all of his, uh, it's just, it, he vents it perfectly into the, into that, um, film adaptation. You should uh, watch it if you haven't. I really love it. And I love you guys and you're amazing. And I hope this works. <laughs> okay. Bye. Hey guys, this is Scott, also known as Black Gloved Killer. Uh, thank you for choosing uh, my pick for Night of the Demons. It was a great episode. And uh, I've been a big fan of yours for pretty much since you guys have started. And I always look forward to the newest episode each week. It helps me get through my long and lonesome night at work. Uh, I wanted to also plug the podcast that my friends and I have just started recently. Uh, it's called the Horror Drunks Podcast. It's three friends that like to discuss obscure horror films, hoping to introduce fans of the genre to something they may not have seen before. And uh, we are doing an episode this week, which is going to be a slasher-themed episode. We are covering Maniac, The Dorm That Dripped Blood, and Stage Fright. Um, you can check us out on Facebook at the Horror Drunks Podcast. Uh, we are all, and we are also on Instagram at the Horror Drunk Podcast. Thanks, guys, and keep up the amazing work. See you in hell. Guys, it's Christian calling from Homa, Louisiana, and I just wanted to drop by to say that I absolutely love the podcast. From a horror fan to another, you guys really know your shit. I can tell there's a lot of hard work goes into each podcast, and I can really just tell you guys love what you talk about, and that's really awesome to hear. Um, I look forward to new episodes every week. And I don't think there's been an episode yet that I've listened to where you guys have not had me in complete stitches at some point. You guys are super hilarious. Before I get out of here, I just wanted to drop two movies by you. Some recommendations for you guys to cover. One being the cult classic slasher film, 1982, Mad Men. And the other being 1987, Clive Barker, Hellraiser. Keep it up, guys. Have a good one. Go home to your mother. Doesn't she ever want you? Tell her this isn't some communist daycare center. Tell your mother I hate her. Tell your mother I hate you. If you'd like to make a call, please hang up and try again. If you need help, hang up and then dial your operator. All right, guys. So you know where to find us. You can go on our website, sayyoulovesatanpodcast.com. You can link to our Redbubble shop where you can purchase many a thing. Uh, All of our new artwork is there. Um, You can find us on Facebook, Say You Love Satan 80s Horror Podcast. We're on Instagram and we're on Tumblr. We'll see you next week on another episode of Say You Love Satan. Because of the end of civilization, the Clamp Cable Network now leaves the air. We hope you have enjoyed our programming. But more importantly, we hope you have enjoyed life.
Ok, ni sovedi esplorabile. 